to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I want to let you know that the chat is finally open. We were having some issues with it, just kind of singing and spinning, but it is finally open. So if you're on the page and the chat is not showing, just go ahead and refresh it and it will pop up for you. You can join us in the chat room as long as it's behaving nicely. We will see. All right. Before we get started, I want to make sure that you have the number if you would like to call in tonight. The number is 646-595-3965 if you would like to come on and read. Again, that is 646-595-3965 if you would like to join us this evening. I want to go over a few things before we get started. If I can find an ink pen that works, that would be mighty nice, right? I'm such a pen snob. It has to feel good in my hand. It has to write well on the paper. It has to be smooth. It can't, yeah, I am seriously a pen snob. And Lord, help you if I come into your business and you have an awesome pen because I will walk out of it. I'm sorry, but, you know, I'm a pen criminal as well. Okay, so things we need to go over. I want to remind you that we are near the end of our Poetry for Prizes event. The last day to post your haiku poems is on Tuesday. Commenting will be turned off Tuesday night at 11.59 p.m. So it's not too late to get involved. If you are new to the show and you don't know what I'm talking about, then let me explain. First of all, you need to jump on my Facebook page, and you can find me under Nyla, N-Y-L-A, like New York and Los Angeles, N-Y-L-A, dot Alicia, last name Alicia, A-L-I-S-I-A. Jump on my page every week after the show, or every week on the show, I have been giving you a haiku subject prompt. And after the show, I've been creating a pinned post on my Facebook page with that new prompt. So when you jump on my page, you don't have to hunt for it. It's right there at the top, pinned up there for you to find. There's only one way to get entered into this drawing, and that is to add your haiku poem to the prompt post on my Facebook page. And remember, you can write as many haiku poems as you want. Each one posted is worth one entry into the drawing. So you can also go to the past week's post and write to them as well. So just because, you know, you're at the end of it doesn't mean that you are missing out. You can go to any of the week's posts, post your haiku on there. All of the commentings on all of the posts will get shut off, and I will count them up then. So you're still good to go on any of the prompts. Now, your haiku prompts, I'm just going to go over them real quick for the last we have seven weeks worth of prompts. To give you an idea of what you'll be writing to, the first week we did, oh, come on, open, open, open. The first week we did frogs. The second week we did we folks from folklore, like little fairies or pixies or gnomes or whatever. The third week was monsters, real or imagined. Fourth week we did bones and of what is up to you. The 
following week was haunted. The interpretation of that is up to you. The next week we had moon, stars, and everything in the night sky. And last week, our seventh week, we had all things autumn. So those are your seven prompts. You can go to my Facebook page, click on the post. It'll have a link to each of those weeks, so you don't have to hunt for them. Remember that. Each of those weeks, so you can write to any of them that you want. It has been really cool. I have been gone most of this week, and I jumped on, and I saw that. Let me pull it up so I don't lie to you. I pulled it up, and there's like 51 comments. And I'm going, oh, my gosh. It's probably our biggest week, except for one of the weeks that Dave Kuhn and I just like went off on a tangent and wrote for 72 hours straight, nothing but haikus back and forth. That was kind of fun. Maybe it wasn't that long, but it seemed that long. It should have been that long. If it wasn't, we'll have to start over and do it again. But, yeah, 51, 51, 51 comments. And so I opened it, and I'm looking through them. And it's like, oh, look at all these things. And then I see J Poet, People's Poet. Dun, 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 going down, down, down. He must have posted like 20 of them. So... If you guys, and then he tagged a bunch of people, which I think is really cool. Thank you, Jay. So you got you need to up your game because he just threw in a bunch of entries in the last minute. He's got a lot of them on there. So get your haiku poems in there, you guys. Get to writing them. It is amazing. Lola put some in there, very beautifully done on JPEG images. Dave Kuhn, of course, jumped in. He added quite a few, too. So it's really fun. We've been having such a blast with this, but I have to say, and I don't think Robbie's here, so he's going to be very sad because he loves attention. He's going to be very sad that he missed this, but I had to laugh my fanny off when I opened up the one from last week, the moon, stars, and all things in the night sky, and I started to read the post that he put up. So I have to share this because it is freaking hysterical. All right, so this is Robbie, Multimedia Poetry's haiku for the week to the subject, the moon, stars, and all things in the night sky. I braced for probing. Also, a trip to the stars. Just got stuck with cows. Tell me that's not brilliant. That is so freaking cute. Robbie, I love that. I had to read it on the show. Thank you for entering that into the contest. I laughed so hard when I saw that. Great, great haiku. You need to, uh, we're going to find you some place to submit that. That can't end here. That reminds me of Jimmy Ray. Told me that once. Can't end here. Long story. You'll hear about it soon, though, I'm sure. (laughs) All right. So the next thing I want to remind you is that we have our anniversary show coming up. We will be celebrating our 17th year on the air together. That's longer than like 90% of marriages last, like way longer than most marriages last. 17 years on the air together. Isn't that crazy? What were we doing 17 years ago? What I would like you to do for our anniversary show, and I don't have it put together, we're going to be doing another writing uh, writing assignment. 
for our anniversary show, and I will be doing that next week. This week's just been absolutely a hell week for me. So I didn't get it done this week, but we're going to start it up next week. We're probably going to be doing our anniversary show at the end of, so the third week we're going to be doing it at the end of November. But we're going to, what I'd like you to do is, long story short, what I'd like you to do is write a poem to the speakeasy community or write a poem about your speakeasy experience or write a poem to somebody whose poetry you've listened to that's influenced you or a friendship that you've made or a way that, you know, it's just, I think that after all these years, I just, I would really love to hear the community share with each other and let, you know, take, take a moment and let someone in the community know what they mean to you or how they've affected your life or how the community has, you know, I'm going to be going over our sponsors in just a moment, but, you know, write a poem thanking our sponsors. If you need a list of who they are, I'll gladly send it to you because we literally would not be here anymore without them. 17 years ago, I could afford to do this on my own, but it is skyrocketed. It's more than tripled in price for our broadcasting license. So if it was not for help from the community, I would not be able to do this alone anymore. So what they do is really important. I don't care if all they could afford was $5 or if they were able to do more. Every little bit helped to take a pretty good chunk out of the the broadcasting license this year. So, you know, maybe that would be something cool you could do. You know, I hear you guys talk all the time, you know, Michael and Jimmy and Rich and all of you, you know, talk about people who've affected you or influenced you or made you laugh or made you smile or made you think or inspired you, you know. So take a moment. Let's, let's have a very nostalgic and sentimental anniversary. So get your pens out and start thinking about that. Maybe I'm just being girly, but, you know, it's my party. <laughs> it's my party, and I'll make you read poems if I want to. Okay, I won't sing ever again, I promise. That's a lie. I'm absolutely going to sing again tonight, and that's the truth. Okay, anniversary show coming up. Get your pens. Write something to your community. With that said, talking about sponsors also, we are coming to the end of our broadcasting year, and I will be starting our fundraiser soon, probably right after Christmas. Um, So it's very important that we take a moment and thank these people who helped out with our 2023 broadcasting license. And seriously, I mean, you guys have no idea what this show means to me. I've I've been sitting here for 17 years listening to you guys read and it has been one of the biggest blessings in my life you know and and every time I read this sponsor's name I'm just so thankful that I'm still here with you that we're all still here together it's no little thing that they've done so without further gushing I'm going to tell you, read off and thank our 2023 broadcasting license sponsor contributors they are Annabella Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Mist, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Krista Jopek, Krista Jopek's puppy, T.S. Elliott, he loves poetry, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Shefsick, Michael Emerald, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16, Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, Robert and May Ryan, Terry Galloway, 
and Timothy Melton. I also want to send a very heartfelt thank you to those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, Philip Kent Church, John Kays. We'll be playing uh, John Kays' Thanksgiving poem he wrote for us on Thanksgiving. I'm excited about that. Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Steele, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence for keeping us here. We appreciate you and love you dearly. And you guys are amazing. So now, as you all may or maybe you don't know, it is time for boom, inspiration from the inkwell, our mini workshop. Have your pens, papers, pads, quills, ink pots, parchment, whatever it is that you write with. I know you all are picking up your phones. <laughs> because we are going to go over your awesome, awesome writing workshop stuff things that we do every week here right now we're doing it this is what we're going to do as i go through this if you don't get everything written down worry not you can always come back after the show's over and read us at the beginning of the program and grab whatever you miss and remember we have right now we have be 17 years with a podcast soon and uh you know go back to one of the past weeks the past months go back to when next last year next year but next year now you can go to next year but then right now you have to go to last year um and just start the show listen to the first 15 minutes then you'll find some kind of prompt or something to get you off and running it's a great tool for you to utilize all right let's jump right in and get this thing rolling i'm going to give you your poetry prompts for the week and Remember that poetry prompts are like seeds planted. They are meant to grow into poems. You can use them as the title of your poem. You can use it as a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. All right. Beyond that, what you do with them is up to you. I want to thank everybody, by the way, because every week I, on Thursday afternoons, I post a post on my Facebook page saying, hey, guys, we need prompts for tonight's show. And you all jump on there and you throw out these awesome prompts which has been really fun. I did it as a fluke one week because I was running late, but you guys have been having so much fun with it, and I've been having fun with it. So I've just continued doing this and letting you guys come up with your prompts. So thank all of you who threw prompts in here this week. There's some really fun ones. Appreciate you. So number one, you ready? You ready? Are you ready? Number one, knotted roots, November moon. November moon. Number four, Tangled webs. Tangled webs. Number five. Five. Visions of the blind. Visions of the blind. Number six. Twisted perception. Twisted perception. Seven. 2020. 2020. Eight. Crying diamonds. Crying diamonds. Number nine. King tides. King tides. Number 10, rainbow fireflies. Rainbow fireflies always make fireflies always make me think of Michael Todd. I love him so dearly. Fireflies, Twitter, Twitter, flutter, flutter. All right, number 11, passing through. Passing through. Number 12, dream walkers. I like that one a lot. Dream walkers. Number 13, Political truth serum. 
Political Truth Serum. Number 14, History in the Making. History in the Making. And my contribution for the week, Dance Faster. Dance Faster. All right. You can write one poem to each of the prompts. You can mix and match the prompts and use 7, 8, 12, and then go grab number one and throw them all into one poem and shake them up and have fun with that. Or if you feel real froggy, you can use all the lines in one poem. Okay? But before you do that, before you sit down and write a poem to these, I want you to make sure that you do your pick apart a prompt writing exercise. What this exercise is going to do is it's going to highlight that what we do with a prompt before we write to it is far more important than what we do write to it. You know how they play that word association game and they'll say a word and you think of the first thing that comes to mind? The first thing that's going to come to mind is your brain's muscle memory grabbing something familiar. The same thing happens anytime you hear something that inspires you. So if you hear a prompt and an idea jumps in your head, you think that's your muse. No, it's not. You got to dig deeper. So what I want you to do is I want you to take the first prompt I gave you, which was knotted roots, and you'll write that at the top of your journal. Don't have to do it right now. Think it later, but write it at the top of your journal page. Then I want you to write at least six different poems you could write to it yet. Think about it. Kind of twist it around. Look at all the angles. Hold it up to the light. See what you see. And write at least six different ideas of six different poems you could write to that same prompt. When you're done with that, go down to number two, number three, number four, number five, all the way down until you have at least six different ideas for all 15 prompts. And I guarantee you, you will not make it through to the end without something grabbing a hold of you, and you're going to be off and writing in a frenzy. And when you're done, you're going to have written something that is different. And you're just going to go, wow, this is so magic. Why didn't I do this years? Why didn't I do this when Nyla, I'm not going to tell her because, you know, she'll get a big head, but dang, the girl is right. It's going to happen. It's inevitable. Science. You can't argue with science. All right. So, as I said, we're not doing your writing assignment I, or exercise. I am still working on that. That is for the anniversary show. So you guys kind of get a free pass on this this week. You get a light week on our workshop. So you got lots of time to work on those haiku. That's it. That's why That's why I did it. <laughs> I wanted to make sure you had time to work on your haikus. All right. So to finish this up, to wrap this all up, you guys, remember that as food for our creative souls, we focus on reading, reading, reading. If you are not reading more than you are writing, you're doing it backwards, and I don't care what it is you read. You can read poetry. You can read a book. You can read a grocery list. Just have that input. And the same thing goes for going out and experiencing things in life. Take a different turn on the way home. Go to a different grocery store than you normally go to. Do something out of your routine because you're going to be introduced to different kind of stimulus that's going to go into your brain and you'll be able to pull from that later on. You have to have input in order to have output. Feed your 
brains or they're going to starve. You'll end up writing the same poem over and over and over again, and then you're going to get frustrated, and then you're going to sit there and pout, and then you're going to think you have writer's block, and writer's block is not a real thing. It's like an urban legend. It's like the boogeyman. Can't you don't believe in it? You can't hurt you, and all that good stuff. We'll go into that later. I'm trying to keep talking too much. All right. Also, remember, now that'll happen, right? As our writer's discipline, I want you to go out every single day and write a haiku poem. And I know it seems like I'm a little bit obsessed with haikus, and I kind of am, because they're small. They're like little poetic hiccups, right? We all go through our day, and we can't shut off and be still or quiet our creative brain. It thinks little things. It sees little things. You know, and when you see those, when you stop, stop for a second and write it down because you're not going to remember it. How many times have we all done that? Oh, I'm thinking over, and I, you know, I, I'm so horrible at that, but I'll still, I'll remember it. And so I'll say it over and over and over and over again. I'll remember it. I'll remember it. I'll say whatever the line is, you know, the, 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 the green grass, the green grass, the green grass. But I swear to God, when I get home, I'm not going to remember the green grass. So write it down when you think about it. From point A to point B of your day that you give to everybody else, give those moments to yourself. Feed yourself. Show yourself that you're a priority, that you're worth that. All the things you're out there running around doing, that's not who you are. When you have that pen in your hand, that is who you are. So make that person in you that part of you, a priority. Write a haiku poem every day. And I don't care when you write it if it's not enough syllables. You can go back later and fix it. You can add some, take some away. It's the act of getting it written down. All right? So go out, find your 17 syllables every single day. And if it just happens to have something to do with frogs or or we folk from folklore or moons and stars or bones or whatever it is, post it on there and get yourself entered into that contest. All right. Since it's been such a short uh, work through your prompts again, if you happen to miss anything, like I said, you can come back after the broadcast is over and go to our archive and listen to the first 15 minutes of the show, and you'll be able to pull those off there, and you'll be off and running. Or if you uh, want, you can... Message me on Facebook, and I will happily copy and paste those prompts to you. All right, that's it for this week's addition to Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. And appreciate you guys, and off and writing after the show. Next thing I'm going to do is I'm going to play an audio recording. We always start and end every episode with a track by one of our poets. This week I am going to play a poem by Eddie Oliver called Holding Pattern. If you'd like to have your track played on the air, you can message it to me on Facebook or you can send it to my email address, which is the T-H-E, the Speakeasy Cafe at gmail.com. Make sure you put audio track mp3 something like that in the subject line for me and i will get it upload the show's library and we will play it for the world i would love to have your tracks all right so this is eddie oliver he was actually one of our very wow 17 years ago he was actually one of our very first guests on the show we used to do an hour and a half we were two hour show when we started we used to do an hour and a half of open mic and we'd do a half hour interview at the end 
and then the open mic just kind of took over and we stopped doing the interviews. But, yeah, he's an amazing poet and actor and, yeah, cool. Anyway, this is Eddie Oliver. We love him. Here you go. Do you mind if I put on some of that old-time Billy Holiday and just listen to that lady as she sings the blues? Like a sweet lullaby that soothes. I'm talking about my mental and your mental and we can't get into the mood of being gentle. And infringe upon your rights. Can I infringe upon your rights? middle of the night by simply holding you. Can I place one hand on your breast and gently but passionately massage your chest? As I take the liberty to indulge and to digest in your sweet smelling spirit. Lord knows that I long to be near it. With that in mind, can I can I take my other hand and stretch it across your leg and thighs? I begin to explore new lands and take the liberty once again to indulge in you and digest in your sweet, smelly spirit. Absolutely no need for you to fear it. You see, tonight I have no plans. Hear me out, baby. I have no plans on having sex with you now. Instead, I was just wondering would it be too much or not enough trouble if I could just be your body protector? I'm talking about just being your bodyguard, girl, for one night and just, just simply hold you. Close my eyes and go to sleep right there next to you with you Wrapped in my loving arms ever so tight Like a ribbon wrapped around the gift As I go ahead and hold you baby deep off into the night You see I'm ever so curious to see that if I can make you feel love Without us both having to break a sweat and just make love not that I'm tired of having sex or anything pertaining to that madness. Why, baby, that's just so far from the truth. Instead, I was just, just trying to get into the practice. I'm talking about getting, getting lost into the art. Trying to perfect the craft. Simply hold Let my loving arms protect and guard you As I show you what kind of man that I really am By simply holding Can I just hold you? And I believe, baby, that with you and in my arms Nothing, and I do repeat Nothing that creepeth and crawleth in the middle of the night would dare come out to do you any harm, and baby. I'm never so confident in that. Can I just 
body close to mine We take our time and can it twine Show you what kind of man that I really am By letting my superman embrace Just warm you like a Like the Like the sun just warms the beach But instead of the sun sugar It's just me Giving off all kinds of positive And radiant energy As I show you What kind of man that I really am By Speaking of Mama, we are going to close the show tonight with Mama's poem, which is own to Nina, Ode to Nina Simone. So, that was Billy Holiday. Yeah. So, we're going to play her Ode to Nina Simone, and you'll understand. Awesome piece. Okay. So, time for you, the poet. Yeah, that's right. Give me your guys. All right, you guys. If you would like to call in and read tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in. So listen for your telephone area code. Make sure that you introduce yourself when I bring you on. That way uh, people know who's reading and they don't bombard me with messages saying, oh, my gosh, this is a great poet. Who is this? I want to know who it is, and I can't pay attention to you because it's like all these squirrels popping up on my screen. That's not a good thing. Anyway, you also want to have you have you introduce yourself because you want your name attached to your work. You're virtually, literally, verbally publishing your poem right now. We have 16 years of the archives at this point on the show, so... What if you go back and listen to one from 15 years ago and they didn't say their name? Right? Okay. So, yeah, introduce yourself. Very important. Right now you can read two poems, two normal poems or one long poem. Um, Our lines, they aren't super busy, but they're busy. So if they get too crowded tonight and I need to catch back to reading just one poem, I will let you know. I'll try very hard not to let that happen. So I'm going to try to keep my comments to the minimum, mama. Um, but you're good to go. Two normal poems or one long poem. When you're done reading, please make sure that you give out your URL. All right? It's important that people know how to come find you. You can start building your writer's network, all that good stuff. You don't want to be anonymous. Remember, please, that we have a mature rating. That means that you need to buckle your seatbelts, put your seat in an upright position, put your tray up, 
backslash everything in the overhead compartment because I have no clue what you guys are going to read when I unmute this mic. I do know, however, what they won't be reading is adult porn poems. No nasty, nasty, right? No bumping body parts, no tab end, slut B. We don't have an adult rating. So there's some great shows out there for uh, mature rated poems, but you can't do that here, or adult rated poems, but you can't do that here because we only have a mature rating. You guys know where that line is. Don't cross it. We'll be good to go. All right. So let's go ahead and get to our first caller which comes from area code 702. 702, I intentionally did not give the line because I didn't want to give away to Jimmy that he was our first caller tonight. I'm such a little bitch. You should have. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Hi. Jimmy Ray Davis, word machinist. Completely unready (laughs) because I didn't know the lineup. But that's okay, I can get ready real quick. I sent you the... Uh, I know, I'm horrible, I'm sorry. No, 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 that's good. I just, I, wasn't, I haven't been first in like four months. So how you doing, Well, Nyla? you said you had a surprise for me tonight, so that was my surprise for you. Well, I kind of told you part of the surprise. You're going to get uh, two poems tonight of two of your favorite series, Wildwood and Sideshow Tales, featuring Sideshow Sheila. Tonight's poem I love Sheila. Well, it's in it's in her series, but it's not featuring her. But it is fe- featuring a character in her series that you like very much, or I think you do. <laughs> okay. But I didn't give you. But I didn't give anything else away. I got to make my way to my studio. <laughs> I.e. closet. <laughs> I made a taco casserole tonight. It wasn't too bad. Oh man, that sounds so good. Oh, yeah, refried beans, sour cream, ah, meat, onions, all the good stuff, all the fixings. All right, we're going to get this rolling. I yeah, made enchilada pizza casserole the other night that turned out pretty amazing. You liked it. That sounds pretty good to me. <laughs> all right, so now I know that your heart is mostly with, mostly with the Wildwood series. For very good reason. Yes. Um, and because of that, I will read that one second. That will be the last one. Okay. Big surprise for you. And that one has an extra surprise in it. However, we're going to start out with uh, – so you remember a character we, we revealed recently in uh, Sideshow Tales named Wolfman Jim? I think you remember Wolfman Jim. Mm-hmm. I like him. I know you do. Don't mess with you Don't mess with my girl. <laughs> he was protecting Sheila, wasn't he? Yes, she was so, my babe, and now now he's my hero because he was saving her. And he, you know, it's interesting because he did reveal, or he said as much in that poem, that first poem uh, of his, uh, that he is a real live werewolf. And I had a couple of people ask me, yeah, but how did he get to be one? So I decided to explore that. Well, he got bit. Well, yeah, but I mean, what are the circumstances surrounding it, obviously? So this is the this is the new sideshow poem, and it is called it is called Lycanthrope, Origin of Wolfman Jim. My father beat me as long as I can remember. Seems I was never good enough, you know. 
was fearful of saying the wrong words or moving a bit too slow. Killed my mother when I was just a wee lad of three. I still remember her face and that she was sweet and always, she was always kind to me. She would try to soothe him. Maybe she figured uh, she could tame the beast. One evening, however, his dinner grew cold, and he lost control, to say the very least. I ran to protect my mom, but he laid me out without a sound. I woke some time later to the sound of his shovel breaking the ground. He told me if I ever spoke of her to anyone, he'd kill me with no remorse. His, from that day forward, his drunken rage grew, and the beatings got worse. He'd frighten me with tales of werewolves, said they eat bad boys like me, threatened to leave me in the woods at night while the full moon was beckoning. He took me into the forest to learn how to hunt, to make me a man. When I told him I would kill no good creature, he beat me with his hands. Told me I'd better get up, but the pain in my heart and my body was too much. He left me to die as the forest met the full moon's haunting touch. I hid inside a hollow log to cry myself to sleep. I could hear the howling of the wolves and the pattering of their feet. Then, deadly silence, I raised my head to see the man-wolf staring through my soul, looking straight at me. A scream rose from my throat. He put a finger to his blood-stained lips. Then he spoke to me in an eerie voice. He said this. You have suffered much, wee lad, and lived a life of pain. I will teach you ways of the wolf, how to run as fast as a train. I bestow the gift of night, a strength you've never known. I give this not free, but for a promise, words cast in midnight stone. Never spill innocent blood, defend the weak, helpless folk. You will no longer be chained to man. I dub thee lycanthrope. And then he bit me. The pain was exquisite, yet it made my insides yearn for all that he could teach, for the fire inside that burned. And when the nightfall ended, I returned to my father's home. I found him kicking our dog and raging at the sky. He turned around to face me, and I stared into his eyes. Walked up to me suddenly, thinking I would run away. I didn't budge or blink an eye. I had no words to say. He raised a hand to hit me. My eyes became blood red. I showed him my brand new teeth, and in seconds, he was dead. I lived with my brethren in the secret woods until I was old enough to be on my own. After years of rambling, without purpose, I joined up with the carnival show. 
That's my story. Now I'll go to sleep. I must be on my way. But if you hear the howling of the wolf, please know that you'll be okay. I am the darkest part of night, the frayed end of the rope. I am brother to all good souls. I am lycanthrope. End poem. That was incredible. Thank you, Nella. And now you know. I see. I don't mind death in your poems. Is when yeah, when it's the, the bad, bad guy who gets it. <laughs> well, that was a that was a pretty good good chunk of words. So I'm going to launch right into the next one that you've been eagerly awaiting. I believe we haven't had a new Wildwood poem in a while. And uh, this one is, uh, well, I'm just going to lead into it. But I will say this. You should be able to spot an unlikely, uh, well, let's just say a character that you maybe thought you never were going to see again. And no, it's not Blueberry. This is called, this is simply titled Motel. Evil. Evil is a fickle beast manifesting in unlikely places, the most innocent of faces. But something you need to understand, evil is born of man. Ah, hell, where's my manners? I'm just a lonesome traveler, a great historical bum, as Woody Guthrie once wrote. A sentient, I'm a hobo, a sentient transient, if you will. Cheap whiskey, my swill. And I write poetry, if you didn't know it. I guess you could call me a hobo poet. I've seen much riding the rails, courted Miss Nancy Vale. Well, that was a long, long time ago. That leather book may be busting at the seams, but it holds all my poetry. Really, just hopes and dreams. And uh, where the hell was I? Ah, hell. <laughs> Lost my train of thought. Shit. Like a runaway train, I'm sliding off the track. So this place, right, the Wildwood Motel, it's got a darkness, a malevolent spirit that hovers like a mayfly in June. Every doorway, floorboard, every corner of each room. Now, evil doesn't just randomly pick and choose. Sins of man are malleable, and they bring the blues. Horrific deeds, dire intent, bring evils to settle, hell-bent on bringing those souls back to set things right. See, a balance must be achieved to see a return of light. Sometimes, well, sometimes life brings magic. One such as I is ordained to live maybe forever separating truth from lies, a crossroads vagabond, wanderer doomed in a sense to observe without interfering, steering clear of the wherefore, why, chance of happenstance, and if, ah, fuck, (laughs) I guess I'm rambling again. Let me depart by taking you back to the start. Wildwood Motel, future sanctuary of hell, but back then, was innocent enough. 
a group of folks struggling to make it. But evil, well, evil starts young. It manifests until it begs for release. Everyone, that's right, every one of them coming back to atone. Together, hearts of stone. I know what the clown is. I know who he isn't. I know his embodiment is dark and alive. I also know most of those folks will not survive. But the Wildwood Motel will. Well, y'all take care now. I got many more miles to travel. End poem. Damn. Damn. What? <laughs> now, now I'm getting scared. Getting I love scared, this, but now well, I'm getting scared. Now I'm getting scared that you're going to kill everybody. You're going to blueberry everyone. That's your, my new word for death. I'm going to blueberry that bitch. That's the, I'm going to start. That's the thing now, you guys. Well, first of all, first of all, it's not me, okay? These people all set their path by their own deeds, and they're not, or most likely, maybe, <laughs> not all going to die, but there has to be some atonement. There has to be a balance. And I, I was hoping you'd catch it, but uh, the return of the hobo poet, come on. Hobo poet. Oh goodness, goodness, goodness! I'm, I knew I should. I told you. I told I knew, you. I warned you not to quiz me tonight. I, I knew I should have prepped you. No, it's uh, one I used to read a lot. Uh, hobo poet. I did a video for it. It's more from way back in the day. But anyway, the hobo poet who I'm wrote poems old, Jimmy. his whole his whole his whole life as he rode the rails. I have now revealed that he is basically. Uh, well, maybe he's immortal, but he's also keeping an eye on the Wildwood. Well, good. I'm glad because someone has to. <laughs> right? Especially in my, especially years in my ago. hands. I mean, come on. <laughs> uh, well, Nyla, I hope you liked it. Yeah, those were your treats for the night, and um, we're gonna we're gonna try to have a new abattoir poem for you next week. I'll see what I can whip whip up. And um, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'm Jimmy Ray Davis. The word machine is. Wait, wait, wait. I, have, I have to share something with you. What do you you sit there and you say, it's, you say, and this is just to address something you said. Right? You said it's not me. That's right. Right? When I said right. you're going to kill everybody off, and you, you said it's not me. Absolutely. So I'm going to read you a haiku that I wrote a long time ago. Okay. And then you can tell me it's not you. Okay, so the, the coup goes, as lines are written, Ophelia thinks to herself, fuck you too, Shakespeare. <laughs> I love it. So, so you know, there, there, there is a hand behind the pen. It's like, you're going to do what to me? What? <laughs> well, you know what, Nyla, I'll tell you what. We're going to do – we have a long-awaited long, uh, workshop that we need to do together, and we're going to talk about characterization. We're going to talk about writing, and we're going to talk about philosophies. But to put it quite simply, um, when I'm writing, uh, it, it, something kind of takes control. I don't have endings or, or fates of characters generally ever planned out. It just 
whatever way the poem, the story, mm-hmm. it kind of does. I mean, obviously I'm doing it, but it's 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 last minute stuff usually. I, I just get a feel for it and I go, this has to happen. This has to happen to this person. So anyway, we will talk. We will I think I'm going to change that. It's, I'm going to change it because syllables work. It's going to say, as lines are written, Blueberry thinks to herself, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> I love you so much. I love you, Nyla. I'm Jimmy Ray Davis, Word Machinist. You can find me on Instagram and TikTok under the name Word Machinist. On Facebook, I am under Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. That's my page. Come check it out. Nyla, thank you so much. I love you to pieces, and I appreciate the venue. Thank you, Jimmy. Those were great. I am so happy. I am just, I'm tickled. Be listening to it again, again and again. Are uh, you going to record those? Yeah, yeah, I'll record them and I'll send you MP3s if you want. Rich, you're coming up next, by the way. You asked me to tell you when you're coming up, I think. Yes, Rich, you did. Yeah, okay. bring him on. Bring on yeah, Rich. Yeah, Rich, Rich is next. I'm going to bring him on That's before you hang up so you can say hi. Okay. 850, you're on the air. With hey, Jimmy. Hello, Jimmy. How y'all doing? <laughs> Rich, good to hear you, brother. Hey, you too, brother. Well, well uh, how's everybody doing? We're doing, doing wonderful, great. sweetheart. Uh, it's good to hear from you. I'm going to let well, you uh, take off. wonder if the chat was broken. <laughs> uh, nobody's in it. Uh, I see somebody else just, uh, just put something, so I guess it is working. It's just not busy in there tonight. I am sitting in traffic on the Atchafalaya Basin Bridge in Louisiana, and oh, I couldn't turn around if I wanted to. I'm out over, out over a swamp, trying to make my way home, and I got a long way to go. I'm gonna be there about two in the morning. Wow. You be careful, please. Yeah, I got relieved late. My relief was late, so I kind of got the short end of the stick today. Well, text text me when you get home. Let me know how you got safer. I'm going to be all worried. Yes, ma'am. All right. Rich, uh, Rich, listen real quick. I got to get going, but I want to tell you. Keep doing what you do, man. You inspire every day, and I can't wait to hear what you brought for us tonight. Um, and don't forget to let them know, let them know about your project coming up. I think that's very exciting. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right. You take care. Project. Thank you. Bye, Thank Jimmy. You, Love you, hon. Love you, Nyla. Project. Right. Well, project. Well, well um, he's talking about the next. No, I didn't. He's talking you. about the next. Book. Yeah. He's talking about the next book. Uh, I'm compiling the next book. Uh, it's called "The Silent Sound of Stubborn Colors: Dreaming with My Back Against the Wall." And uh, I'm hoping here in the next couple of weeks, I'm gonna uh, have the author proof in my hand, and it'll be. Everywhere books are sold. That is really exciting. I'm, I I I would need an autographed copy, by the way. 
Okay. Well, I, I, I think I can. I think we can make that happen. But, um, but what I wanted to, uh, I kind of had a couple of, uh, I had my rights picked out to share. Uh, for those that don't know, this is Rich, Dead Society, my social media is Dead Society Poet. Um, I, um, let me By surprise, the gym, well, I was kind of stuck in traffic. I, I didn't really, was not running really anything I could do. Oh. So, by, uh, I had a couple of rights picked out, and then when, he opened up with the audio of uh, Billy Holiday, and he said, "Mama is going to do about Nina Simone." Uh, mm-hmm. Reminded me, I have a right called "Ode to Etta," meaning Etta James. That's awesome. And yeah, this just came this came to me one day. There's really nothing in here that that you could. You could place any singer in this. There's nothing really in here that uh, names Etta James or is or is strictly about her. But either way, uh, but it's called Mode to Etta. Analog hearts in a digital world. That vintage vinyl with irreplaceable relics. It's the needle's hiss they find irresistible. To the sway of genuine nostalgia for another slow turn around the room, the voice of an angel is shaking dust from the rafters for these two misfit souls dreaming of a bygone era. In peace. Ah. Uh-huh. That was, you know, we need to have a theme show where we can all do things like that, bring poems where we have. We don't do themes, but we should do that sometime. That was, that was really awesome. Right. Well, thank you. I know it's short. And, you know, like I'm short, but uh, let's see. Let's see. Now, my damn page here refreshed and I totally lost it. Let's just eeny meeny miny mo uh, <laughs> No we can't do that. Oh man. Okay. okay. Uh, We're just hanging out, you're good. You can find it. No, that's fine. I I, I got it right here. Oh um, uh this was called I don't know, I just randomly picked this one earlier but Oh, I'm kind of on a writing break right now. We're working on this book, so I've kind of been uh, reposting some older stuff and from, you know, a couple of years ago. This is from almost two years ago. Um, this is called Fall Like the Angels. I'm in the words of this hand-me-down heart on lovelorn paper. Jaded for so long and chasing yesterday's empty promise, I'm just tired of falling apart. 
So veil this hurt in your golden smile and swing down from the sky. Fall like the angels right into me. Revel in the taste of what the night brings, where the stars no longer hide and the moon spills its light right into our bones. In peace. That was, what was the opening line again? Hand-me-down heart on what? Now, I mend the words of this hand-me-down heart on lovelorn paper. Lovelorn paper, that's what it was. I mean, that was, I love that line. That was incredible. The whole piece was fantastic. Is it raining there? No, ma'am. It is not. That was my, I just pulled off the interstate. Off an exit. Oh, that I was your the, blinker. Uh, yeah, that was. The, I love I you so much going. for pulling over. I love you so much for pulling well, over. Thank yeah, you. I, gonna, I almost I thought you were going to read like a Peter Pan poem because it reminded me of that tick tock uh, tick tock when the the crocodile comes up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just, um, that was awesome. Just, uh, well, thank you, ma'am. Um, I, um, uh, yeah, as Jimmy said, we're, uh, I think this book's going to have about 130 rights in it, so I'm about halfway through, um, okay, um, I, one of the things that I've been told, some people made it this constructive criticism, some people just wanted me to know that hated that. One of the things that I have done over the last couple of years that bother people when I uh, I'll say when I first started feeling like I was finding my voice uh, when I do these rights and post them to social media uh, and usually in the books they've been uh, if it goes in a book it's, it's, it's usually um, it's been expanded upon. But one thing I, I started to do it, and I don't know why I did it, but my poems are pretty much de- devoid of punctuation and capitalization, unless it's a name. And I rarely break things into stanzas. I'm like, I just put the words out there and like you let them hear you like they want and um, chalk that up to my lack of training or whatever but it, it started bothering me over the last several months and I'm trying to move away from it and that's one thing I'm doing as I take these I'm kind of I'm, I'm trying to make them where oh um, I don't know where they just where a reader doesn't have to struggle with it, you know, and you don't really know where like one thought ends and another begins. And, and so something that I've always well, said and told people is that punctuation in a poem is like a roadmap for a reader. It tells them it's your way to tell them where you want them to pause, where there you want them to stop, where you want them to feel excitement. But with that said, it doesn't have to have punctuation. I mean, if you use punctuation, that should be its intent. But you can do the same thing with line breaks without using any punctuation at all. So you can take your poem 
and make your make each line the standalone thought that you want them to focus on before they move on to the next. So you'll find your own way. I mean, you don't have to sit there and struggle to punctuate it. Try doing it with line breaks. Well, that's what I'm doing. I'm, I'm, I'm doing it with line breaks. Um, if it's a question, obviously it's got a question mark. But um, but that's that's how I'm doing it. I'm just I'm kind of I'm just breaking it up and you know kind of letting you take a breath and like okay you know now we're um, I, typically a poem I write. It started off with an idea, or there was an idea, an idea towards the the image I want you to have in your head, or the image I'm trying to paint, and then I have an idea of where I want it to go. Um, mm-hmm. And it's just, it's really just trying to paint the picture and fill in the blanks between. And um, I don't know. This this book will be different than the others. Um, it's going to have I think it's going to have 130 pieces in it 120 something anyway and uh, I don't know I'm really excited to see it it's just I just am I've been so busy at work I haven't had the time so I will be in my cozy little piece of the world tomorrow night and I'm going to have my um, my stuff out in front of me and I'm going to be working on it. I'm going to try to get a big chunk of it done this weekend if I, if I don't finish, you know, uh, finish the editing and everything this weekend and then it'll be formatting and I've got some images that are going to go in it. Um, a friend from my Discord group uh, in Johannesburg, South Africa. Her mother is a graphic designer, and she's the one that made the book cover. And she made me some images, too, uh, for inside the book. And I'm, I'm just real, I'm super excited about it. That is awesome. I'm really excited to have it, see it when, or have it when you. Have it and see it when you're done. God, spit it out of my face. That's yes, what I'm ma'am. saying. Yeah, I'll say it. I'll say it awesome. one day. I know it is. I'll say it one. I'll say it Well, I will so, buy um, it. I, it has to be autographed. All right. Well, this, we can we can make that happen. Make that happen. <laughs> okay. Well, I will awesome. jump out of the way and um. Oh, Look forward to hearing everybody, and uh, I've got a long way to drive, so I shouldn't be able to listen to the whole show. And uh, I appreciate it, and I will be talking to y'all next Thursday. Oh, we appreciate you, honey. Thank you. Both of those are awesome, and congratulations on getting that book done. Right. I'm almost getting the, that uh, book done. I'm finishing the, it up. Yes, ma'am. When is the cutoff on the haiku thing? Tuesday night at 11.59 in the evening. Or unless I fall asleep, then it'll be 
as many of them as you can get posted before I wake up in the morning. Okay. All right. Um, this coming Tuesday, four days, five days. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, give, right, I'm giving you the over theme? the weekend. Okay, um, what's the, the theme? themes the are. The, yeah, the themes are on the post. So if you go to my Facebook page and click on the post at the very top, okay. you'll see the haiku yes, post. So it's pinned. It's the very first one. And if you click on it and uh, open it up and read out. the whole message, there's the links to all seven weeks in there. So you don't have to hunt for them. Okay. Cool. And and all of the themes are are okay. You write on any of them. Yes. Am I understanding that correct? Okay. Well, thank mm-hmm. you, ma'am. You're very welcome, sweetheart. You drive safely. All right, y'all, y'all everybody have a good evening, and uh, we'll talk to you next Thursday. Thanks, son. Bye-bye. All right. So our next caller comes from area code 731. 731, you are on the air. Hi, Nala. This is Michael Todd calling from West Tennessee. Hello, Michael Todd. I got a brand new I was talking board. talking about you earlier. What did I do? Was it good, bad, or indifferent? When I was giving the prompt rainbow fireflies. Oh, yeah. Okay. That was good. Speaking of prompts, like I said, I've got a new computer at work, and it's just sitting here. When I got here, there's no instruction manual. There's nothing. And it's not like any I've ever had. So uh, I just got the sound figured out in it right before the show. Pretty excited about that. And uh, I left them a list of things that if you don't put these on here, I will take your new computer and I'll throw it in the dumpster and try again. So it looks <laughs> that uh, everything that I wanted is there, which is a ton of my poetry stuff I'm writing, not just just what I've been pulling off the old MySpace. That's just years and years of, of it. And so I just was rambling around in the notebook section of it. And uh and I I've it appears that in twenty twenty I've got two titles for poems. I never used them, so you can have them if you want them. Uh one of them is instead of uh, forget me not, it's called Forgive Me Not. That's not really spectacular, but somebody might use it. But the other one I think is kinda clever and I Kind of hate I didn't do anything with it, but the time has passed in lieu of. That's it, in lieu of. You make a okay, note of I've got them written down. I am. I actually have, have them down. You have them. For, anyway, forgive me not, um, and in lieu of. Yeah, they're yours. I'll never use them now. What? I, I said that time's passed. But uh, <laughs> it's month, so uh, I, I tripped over one that was called Grateful, and this is prose. You know, I don't do very much of that. I just don't. But for some reason, I was in the mood, and I did, in 2020, wrote this piece called Grateful. Hi, my name is Mike Todd. I live in Wildersville, Tennessee. I'm grateful this day 
or Picard, who invented the power window for automobiles that allows me to step out of my driver's side door and with a push of a button roll down my far side window, allowing a mean as mustard horse fly out to fly off into the deep woods, avoiding an ugly conflict that leads to his demise and most likely is purely for the bill of my newest John Deere ball cap. Dashboards are hard on hats. I'm also grateful on this day for pepper grinders like they have at the Italian restaurant over on Grayson Lane. Now, not only can I see and smell the black pepper, I can hear it as it crackles and rains down on my house salad and noodles in peace. That just made me so happy. I don't know why, just talking about the black pepper. (laughs) Y'all must understand I'm not country, I'm rural. Um, that was great. Okay, we're still in 2020. That's where I was on this page. And this, this poem right here, it's just a little bit clever, okay? This is an acrostic sonnet. In other words, you know acrostic from top to bottom. It spells out the title. title of the sonnet is called Spiral Notebook. And that would be written for Nyla. And she's got a thing about spiral notebooks. So here we go. Spiral notebook, acrostic sauna for Nyla by Michael Zod. Subtle outline yield. Secure that notion. Prepare to recall here and now impaired. Insist full consortium flows in motion, revealing in dual time thoughts she's paired. Adroit on her feet when time to accede, lateral fade a hint hinders balance. Notion in her hand, all but guaranteed, owning the only option given chance. Tables of contend, merging scroll and ink, entries spiraling under control, bearing her crayon outside the box in sync, open and shut, encased, in time extolled. Only glimpse what goes on behind the scenes. Knowledge divulged, disguised, and in between. In form. <laughs> disguised and in between. That explains your poetry right there. Actually, was describing yours. This was all about you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. I like it when it's about me. That works. What is about you? That was that was wonderful. I do have a thing for hey. spiral notebook. Mm-hmm. When you write them on your phone, when you do all that stuff, you know your phone. I can't tell you how many things I've lost on my phone. You oh. know, you guys need to. It's okay if you write them on your phone, but you know, then put them on paper, please, so you don't lose stuff. It's what I'm working on right now. A decade and a half worth of stuff. I'm printing it out. Yeah, you're a great well, lesson actually, to tell people. How's that been for you trying to rescue all your stuff? What kind of a headache is that been? Well, I'll tell you what. Um, it's not. It's not a headache. I can remember almost everything I've ever written. I can remember while I was writing it. I remember the whole process as it, as it was ongoing. 
Mm-hmm. I find and, stuff uh, all the time that I've written that I didn't even know I wrote that I can't remember writing. It's like, oh, yes, I do remember writing that, and it's right there in a paper. And Yeah. I've lost so much stuff um, online. I guess it just makes me sad. I, I do. I do sometimes in the in the riffing aspects will catch something because that all happened in such a hurry and it was reactionary. And uh, so, so I didn't really plan that out. Um, you know, I haven't planned anything out in a long time. I got something. I've got something in the works right now. I wrote, I wrote one part of it in a matter of minutes and and I've spent the last couple of weeks trying to put the other thoughts and pieces together. Plus, I had I had to get some people's permission to go forward with it because they're in it. <laughs> so you're in it, but I don't have to get your permission for anything. You don't you're need my permission. You, you you do what you want. It's a it's not. It's not with you. I don't. I, it's about you. I get to make it all up. That's why you I were ask asking questions. me questions. Yeah, that was it. Those those two questions right there were really important. They were key. Hey, you listen to this. If you don't ever remember another thing I say to you, remember mm-hmm. I said they were key. Okay. With that, I will take my leave and make room for the rest of my fine writers, friends. Y'all jump in line. It's raining here in West Tennessee. It's coming down pretty hard. The temperature's falling about 20 degrees this afternoon and this evening. And uh, it's not going to get brutal, but it's I can finally justify wearing a flannel shirt than wearing it for two weeks just waiting. I just when the day comes I'll be ready. And now I am ready, but I kinda of wish I'd wore some kind of little jacket to go with it because a flannel shirt's like going outside in a Q-tip. it's just gonna soak it all up in a minute. It really wasn't such a good idea after all. But it seemed like it at the time. Isn't it great you when it gets me on Mike sweater Todd. weather? Yeah, you can find me on Mike Todd dot dot com. It took me a while, but I found it. It's still there. <laughs> Heavenly Becky. <laughs> and then asked the question, hey, what's your password? I'm like, oh, I don't know. So mm-hmm. I have all new passwords today. Mm-hmm. Anyway. All right. Thanks for all your right, time this heard. time. Until next time, so long. Thank you, baby. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye, hon. Okay. Our next caller. Let me look at my board down here real quick. Things got kind of jumbled here. Okay, so our next caller, I'm going to give you the lineup for the next three. We have area code zero followed by 419, followed by 216. Mama. Okay, let's go ahead and grab 860. 860, you're on the air. 
Hi, Nyla. It's hey, sweetheart, how are you? Good. Um, thank you. I can thank you and your prompts for uh, inspiring me to finally write something that was all mine and not like a collab or something else. But yeah, although my, the collabs are good. So the prompt, I'm not sure how old this is, but it's I'm playing hide and seek with myself. Okay, and it's in three parts because I didn't think they really went together, but it's all in the same theme. Hide and seek. One. I do not like myself. The parts I hide, no one sees, not even me. I hide from myself, not just everyone else. I need to seek inside instead of seeking love with someone else. I need to love myself. Now, is that even possible in the thick of insecure feelings? Sure does not seem so. When a pinch of inch in front of the mirror with a look of disdain upon my face, scrutinizing every flaw, I wonder if what I see is even really there. The mirror lies, at least to me. I wonder what others see. Dysmorphia is a mind fuck. Eating disorders keep on giving. Throughout years of struggle, insecurity keeps on living. After so many years of running, I'm playing hide-and-seek with myself, wishing the self I am trying to find would hurry up and show her face with a genuine smile instead of hiding insecurity. Behind the patterned walls of pictures of who I was, who I am now, who I want to be, the true me. Will I ever see her? One day it will be time to finally give her a break, a rest from scrutiny, a dose of love for my soul, a shining ray of confidence that fills the gaps in my heart after fractures healed. Cracks were left to repair. No one else's love will do. I say to myself, it could only be you. And poem. Wow. See, I love it when you guys bring stuff that you've written to prompts. Yeah, I like to see I'm what they grow like, into. Yeah, I knew you would, you would like that. I wrote to one of your prompts, but it helps because I and I actually did the writing exercise too. I started a list of what it could be, and I got to like number four or five, and then I thought of my idea. So yes, so, I did do the writing exercise. <laughs> so what you're saying is, I was right. Yeah, I didn't go through the whole list of prompts, but I went through one prompt and, and did the little exercise. So, yeah, you're right. I was able to run with something with just one prompt. So you, you didn't make it through it without something running away with you. I guess I didn't make it through the six um, I, the six ideas. Although you usually say you're not going to make it through the whole list of prompts. But, yeah, I didn't make mm-hmm. it through the whole list of um Poem ideas. Sorry, I got something. I hope you guys it. are paying attention here. Not that I'm, yeah, you know, trying to attention. make Nyla's a point right. or anything, but Nyla's pay attention right. to what she's saying. Nyla's right. <laughs> God, I and love it when that enough, happens. That was all uh, I had for like God knows how long now that I've written. So, um, Every bit, uh, I enjoyed what I heard tonight. Um, I hope I, I almost said I hope to enjoy the rest. I'm sure I'll enjoy the rest of what I hear. 
that's awful. <laughs> um, Jessica Brooke with an E. Um, I I have my my Facebook is Jessica Brooke Jessica Brooke Apostias Poetry. Is it wait? Jessica Brooke Poetry, and my uh, YouTube is Jessica Brooks Poetry. Is it Jessica Brooke Poetry page or Jessica Brooke Poetry? Oh, I'm looking right at it, right on Okay, Jessica Brooke is my Facebook, <laughs> and I said enough. <laughs> it's right here. I'm, I'm reading it. It's right there on the top. Oh, my God, I need help. I need to go to, go so to bed. <laughs> okay, good, good night. I love you. You have a good night. You too, sweetheart. Great reads tonight, honey. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> All right, our next caller. Four one nine, Rebel Jones. Ooh, right on time. Hello, Nyla. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? I am doing well. So, I wrote this while I was waiting, and it doesn't have a title, but I did inbox it to you after I finished writing it. <laughs> um, it is. This week's prompts, and I believe the week prior's prompts are mixed in there as well. So you ready for this? I am, please, yes, now. I have no idea what this is going to sound like because this is, I literally just got done. I am sitting here thinking about the random profound (laughs) questions of life. Like how the tree of life has roots that begin in the center of my knotted core that twists and turns in the tree of life's knotted roots, and I feel the earth's pain. I sit naked in the cool air beneath a particular November moon, and I am grateful as the moon surely speaks to me and says, the time will be here soon, and this, I promise you, will have been worth the wait. For by the time you give the world your story, it will be an odyssey. A tangled web of twisted perception that tells of history that dances faster and faster to the future as we write. It is in the making as the process of thoughts that they are formulating from a thousand poets and painters as they add their art to one canvas that creates a beautiful chaos. And as me and the nakedness sits a bit longer, further into thoughts, enjoying the stars that hold my deepest secrets, the stars, oh, the stars, they call me Dreamwalker. Perhaps you will see me there one dream one night when your slumber reaches the realms that I often walk. These stars, the silent words spoke volumes to me, for when we speak, I cry tears of diamonds from 2020 visions in the Shards tells each shard tells secrets, histories, a story with beautiful images, a world from the imaginations of rainbow fireflies that look beautiful but will devour you. For every form of beauty has its deadly darker side, and sometimes, yes, sometimes the mercy of the fallen come back to haunt the vulnerable, open minds. And if you ever get a glimpse outside your normal sight. 
You may see changing seasons as nothing more than painted emptiness waiting to be restored by one's mind that can see past black and white and add color to its sadness once more. The day I walk away from this world, I will take all of its memories and stuff them in black bags and throw them to the king of tides to drown history in all of its pain and continue off into the sunset and into another chapter of this, whatever this is. For after all, we are all just passing through. Peace. Wow. You know how many how many prompts are in there? Um, I'm not even sure. I, I think something along 20, maybe over 20. That was incredible. And it didn't Thank sound you. forced or anything. Great job on that. I appreciate that. Thank you. You're very um, welcome. That was fun piece to do. Well, it was an absolutely fun piece to listen time, to. If I mm-hmm. have time, I also have one more. Please. Called. It's a short one. Um, that's not what it's called. It's not called a short one, but <laughs> oh my god, why is this happening to me? <sighs> what is? I thought you were reading the poem. I thought that was the first line of the poem. What's going on? Okay, I'm I'm coming. All right, this is a very short piece called Rotten Apple. Severed ties like heads from bodies on history's platter. As lessons learned, things not to repeat, always on display. So feelings hurt when heading towards the wrong direction. Pin down the past to begin dissection. If past mistakes are forgotten for often, we blindly bite like fruit when rotten. Face. Wow. That was incredible. You know, you when did you write that one? When did you did you tell me? Um, uh, like 2017, maybe. Long time ago. It's in a book I had published on Wattpad, and I was just reading out of that. Why don't I have a copy of that book autographed? I don't have a copy of it. I just have it on digital on Wattpad. It's a writing app. It's a app for writers to. Like published their shit on there. Some people get breaks on it. Um, for others, it's just a place to get seen by other writers. So I got. Well, you need to uh, need to do a, I got a, a book a on what called War Stories and Split Spirits. And Split Spirits. War Stories and Split Spirits. That's my book that I got published on there. Will you send me the link so I can check it out? I most certainly can. Thank you, dear. I would appreciate that very, very much. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> Asking you to receive. No, 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 no. That don't always work. I better not say that. <laughs> that could get me in trouble. <laughs> All right, all right. I've got a hell of an imagination. I know you do. I am Rebel Jones. 
You can catch me here on Thursday nights, God willing, with Nyla. Um, once in a while on Facebook, I'll be around. Something in my spider, my spider senses tingle on Thursday nights, and I try to send in a bunch of prompts. Um, I'm doing my thing on TikTok right now. Just hit 2,000 people. Um, and I just started like just this month on TikTok. So that's that's pretty good for me. Um, you guys can catch They're me in Poetry you. by Rebel Jones on TikTok. Rebel P. Jones. You can check my YouTube channel. Not as many people on YouTube are checking me out. Um, but it's Poetry by Rebel P. Jones, Madman Productions. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right, sweetheart. Fantastic job. Thank you so much for always being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> always. And thank we'll you talk for waking up, week, everybody. Sweetheart. Love you guys. Peace. Thank you for being happy that I woke up, and I'm happy you woke up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, hon. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Our next caller, Mama. Area code 216, you are on the air. Okay. Good evening, everyone. Nyla, I've heard some wonderful poetry today. So I was just enjoying the poetry in that Rebel P. And then I heard um, the, the what is he, what is he called? The train riding uh, hobo poet. Oh, man, I love that. That was like the, the word machine is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, both of his was really interesting story tales. They were really good. But the one I have now is a really old one from um, from a while back. When I was trying to get somebody to do a collab, it's from when my daughter died. And as you know, recently, my granddaughter was found dead in uh, Guatemala, unresponsive in her dorm room. And this is like eight years later. So she was 23 years old. But when I wrote this one, I had wrote it when my daughter passed away from just fasting. So I was just trying to say to each other, say to each other, to all the poets and stuff, it's just staying alive is not easy. And that's the name of the piece. So let's live for the day and enjoy each other while we can. So I found this old collab, and I had offered other people to um, go in on it if they wanted to. It's just open collab, all welcome to add a verse, but they must use the phrase, so hard to live and so easy to die. It goes like this. Staying alive is not easy. It's getting so hard to stay alive. A man visits his girlfriend. He tap, taps on the glass. The man is shot down, and he dies very fast. My daughter goes on a fast. Forty days is far too long. She falls down. Potassium lack bumps head and never comes back. Someone crosses the street to get something to eat. The car runs the light. Victims airborne, hits the ground, the driver has fled, and the victim is dead. With all the killings, sicknesses, and deaths, I must deduce the truth. 
that staying alive on this planet called Earth is certainly a difficult, mystical feat. God speaks to man, yet man is weak. A woman gets beat because her husband's a chief. So many, many ways to die and only one way to live. Billionaires are the funeral guys. They get paid from the shootings every night. They get paid from the famine, the droughts, and the war. It's so hard to live and so easy to die. You stole my girl. That would have been a reason to fight. But nowadays, you'll die or kill over a woman when she's not even your wife, nor does she even shine bright as a star. Man sticks you up. He demands your money or your life. You surrender your cash, and he still takes your life. Stressed out from chaos and dealing with hate, human beings overwhelmed with too much on their plates. It's so hard to live and so easy to die. I could go on and on, but you get my drift. Breathing every day is a part of God's gift. When we take our last breath, life is gone. Life is gone when you can no longer breathe. That last breath is released like a big, peaceful sigh. You can die in agony or you can die in peace, but death is inevitable, so still you die. Now from this world you have been released. Death is inevitable. We all have to die. While living, we must stay close to the Creator and live in His will. We thank God for allowing us to live in His grace for a while, as long as we remain with hearts as pure as a child. Staying alive is not easy. It's a task and a feat. Still, the obedient prophets were blessed when they said that even Jesus did weep. The life, this life, is not easy. And some never realize that there's a reason that you are even alive. News flash smashing. The deaths and the killings occur. Dead men are walking, I shall concur. Alive today and in one second gone. God is good and may show you his favor because you were loving and kind to your neighbors. But no man knows the minute nor the hour. You could die in a plane or even slip in a shower. The point is of this life, make the most of your time. Make life the most and assure your place with our heavenly host. Just now on the news, man in a road rage on the news. Wild, wild west in Houston, Texas, shot up a man in a car with his infant baby not very far. They both lived, though the child was only grazed. So close they both were to an early grave. It doesn't pay to argue with folks on the road. It's hard living in Texas, so I've been told. This loved one has been at it 
Sarah Yalik Iona Marie, Ringo Chong. She was 23. She died in 2023. Mysteriously expired while in a strange land. Sarah was young and feeling so free. It's so hard to live and so easy to die. We cry and we sigh and we ask God why. Poem. Wow. You know what I wish? I wish that I was there with you right now and we could get some big old fat quilt and just curl up together and snuggle and drink some cocoa. Not talk. Very powerful poem, Mama. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. I love you so much. Okay, so I wanted to read one more. This one was written by Sarah when she was um, eight years old. And I know you remember back then when I had purple hair. Yes. Yeah, well, she wrote a poem about that, so I guess that was eight years ago. And the name of the poem is called a birthday poem for my grandma by Sarah Wingo, my granddaughter. Some grandmas pinch your cheeks until they turn a rosy red. Other grandmas like to give you a big kiss that leaves lipstick markings on your head. Some grandmas like to knit and watch soap operas all day, while other grandmas enjoy talking to cats to pass the time away. But not my grandma. She is like no other. She is a very special type of grandmother. Just no other grandmother could compare to my grandma with purple hair. By Sarah Kayanik, age eight, to me, (laughs) grandma. (laughs) My grandma with purple hair. (laughs) (laughs) She don't talk to cats and knit. (laughs) Yeah. She got to be all crazy and that's great that's absolutely fantastic how awesome is that I love it okay so I guess that's it for me go back to mourning and to grief but I do have a GoFundMe going her body is still in Guatemala and we're trying to get it home and it's a lot of money so finally, somebody from the um, Washington finally actually stepped in to help, and they even posted a real large sum of money to help us. So I was really grateful for that. Some little awesome. girl, yeah, some young girl that went to school with Sarah. Uh, I guess she's about twenty-three too. But Sarah went to a really good school. You know, Sarah was a valedictorian, and also she made the dean's list the first year. Then COVID came out, and she didn't get to complete her her, her studies. But um, this girl went to uh, middle school with her, and she saw. She said, I work in um, the White House now. And she said, um, I really love Sarah. We went to middle school together, and she was so sweet. And it just made me feel so good that somebody knew her and was just willing to go to any length. So they, I don't know who she got 
I don't know if they all put in together, but they put a real sizable amount in the uh, GoFundMe for, uh, and that was coming from people that working at the White House uh, that that uh, through this young lady that knew my granddaughter. Wow! Wow! Uh, that is awesome. Yeah. It's always good to have somebody in this mic to remember you, and that's why I love you so much, Nyla. Because if I know that nobody else on this planet loves me, I know you do. And I love you so much, and I want to thank you for just being my daughter. And uh, you don't care what nobody say. Say that's my mama, and I say that's my baby girl right there. So thank you. I love you. I'll talk to you soon before I start crying. I love you, too. Okay, bye-bye. Bye, mama. Made me cry. (laughs) Okay. Our next caller comes from... Area code eight. We already had Jessica on. Rebel Jones. Where did where is where'd you go, Soldier Blue? Eight three two. I don't know where Soldier Blue went. I'll watch for him. Soldier Blue, if you're listening, call back in. You were supposed to be next. Grab and Instead, we are going to grab Mr. Brother O. Brother O, you are on the air. Hey, Nala, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, sweetheart. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm good. What do you have for us tonight? They said this poem is called Stand Up for Your Beliefs and Convictions Even If You Have to Lose Some Friends. My dear brothers and sisters, we all have different beliefs and convictions. And we, what we believe in depends greatly on our own point of view and our unique life experiences. My dear brothers and sisters, we are entitled to express our beliefs and convictions openly on social media platforms. However, we have to respect the beliefs and convictions of others which may happen to be different from ours, even if we personally don't agree with them. Here's my personal take on expressing your own personal beliefs and convictions. You are more than welcome to express them as long as you respect mine. That's where I draw the line. We ain't always got to agree or feel like our beliefs and convictions are neither superior nor inferior to anyone else out there. However, you show me the problem at all times when it's my preference. My dear brothers and sisters, it is a Complete exercise of futility to try to change my beliefs and convictions and attempt to do so will constitute grounds for me to delete block you on social media. Show me your blatant disrespect. Please put some respect on my beliefs and convictions. Last time I checked, I'm a grown man who has a constitutional right to express myself to be speak under the First Amendment. America is not a democracy, not a fascist society, not Nazi Germany. I reserve the God-given right to express my beliefs regardless of your agreements or disagreements. And I stand boldly up on my personal convictions as a real man, even if it means losing you as a friend. At this point in my life, I quite, I'm quite honestly and quite frankly don't, don't, give, a, don't give a care about your opinion and feelings on my personal beliefs, and I don't give a damn either. 
Allah is always, you express your beliefs and convictions with eloquence and stand firmly on your positions. My brother, will you care to share some of your beliefs and convictions? I believe in God, my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm a living witness and experiencing the power of miracles. My faith is both unshakable and unwavering. I believe in the power of prayer and speaking things to existence and, and, and saying words of affirmation. I'm a spiritual being living in human existence was more than having a relationship with God rather than claiming a religion and denomination because those things have divided us as a people. I proudly express my true love and appreciation for black women. My personal choice in the date and made exclusively with my own race and ethnicity. And I do fully support my brothers who are in involved in interracial relationships and marriages. I'm not against same-sex relationships or marriages either. However, my personal views are marriages naturally designed for man and woman based upon what the Bible declares. I'm a firm believer in uh, every law-abiding citizen to have the Second Amendment rights to carry guns and out of personal protection. Even though I never smoked for 420 brothers, I fully support legislation of marijuana for medical and recreational purposes and the discrimination of small amounts of cannabis. When children leave and parents disciplining their children, corporate punishment shall be reinstated in schools because some of these kids need a good old-fashioned whooping and swatched with the board education for getting out of pocket with adults. And I ain't with parents wanting to be friends with their kids at all instead of establishing clear rules, bonds, regulations, maintaining law and orders. Now, you may not agree with some of my beliefs, but I stand from I'm a true believer in respecting the personal beliefs of others. True believer in treating people with respect and true believer in loving and people who they are the true individuals. True believer in being your true and authentic self. And true believer in fairness everyone expressing themselves. And though, even though we may not always agree on everything, that's the beauty of living in America. We have the right to express ourselves without having without having to disrespect other people's beliefs and poem. Wow. That was awesome, sweetie. You're welcome, Alan. Can you hear me? I hear you clearly, yes. Awesome. All right. Fantastic job on those. Very powerful. Are you going to read two tonight? No, I'm only reading that one. Someday you'll read two. All right, babe. Tell everyone how to find you. You can find on Facebook on Old My Brother Gathering and on Instagram on the Brother Old the underscore the Little Miracle 1975. And uh, I am uh, still doing this thing and... Uh, just, just working on a lot of new things right now, you know, just just uh just uh, doors are starting to open up for me now, so I'm have I'm excited about that and uh it's always I appreciate the support every week. 
Well, we appreciate you, sweetheart, so much. Welcome. We will talk to you next week. I'll be back. Awesome. Thank you, sweetheart. Appreciate you. Welcome. All righty. So looking at my lines, I can see a Soldier Blues back yet. I don't see him. We'll keep an eye out for him. Lineup as we have right now is area code 346, 267, and 216. Where, Mama? My board's messing up in case you guys can't tell. You already had Mama on. Okay, so we have, we may end up playing some tracks because I think I'm having issues with the lines. We had a tech support jump in while Brother O is reading, letting me know there's some things going on. So we'll just see how this plays out. I do have area code 615. That is not in the lineup. So 615, if you would like to come on the air and read with us tonight, please press 1. It's Clarence. Maybe if I, not Clarence, I'm sorry. No, that's Clarence. So Clarence, six, uh, 615, hands up. Good, gotcha. See, okay. So lineup right now as we have it is we've got three, four, six, followed by 267, followed by 615. That's going to be our next three callers. All right, so let's go ahead and bring on 346. There we go. Miss Emmy, are you with me? Yes, I am. Hey, sweetheart, how are you? I am fabulous. Thank you for asking. Um, <laughs> the the writing prompt about 2020, is that supposed to be just anything or is it supposed to be a haiku? It can be anything. Okay. So then I have a piece uh, in regards to 2020 that I'll go ahead now. Uh, you mm-hmm. can kind of assume what the uh, actual name is, but I'm going to put like an A on it. Because back in the day, we used to say it that way, uh, not to get in trouble. But, okay, 20, truly a B-Ox. I can't remember a year so many desired to see end. I will remember it as great pain and strife. I lost a great deal in that year of the horrific 2020. I saw dear friends thirty years. Nothing can ever erase the years we saw together. No matter how he may have treated me, he was still ultimately my husband. I still have deep searing pain. When I think of his death, my greatest fear 
now realize. I loved him dearly, and I once had him on a pedestal. Yes, he fell off that in a great way. How do you stop loving someone after 30 years? Because you have realized they were flawed. Trying to obtain a surgery I needed desperately. Doctor after doctor playing games and allowing me to suffer. I never believed that folks who took an oath would ever be so absolutely cruel. My own son came in on New Year's Day acting a fool, then closed out the year in the very same way. He just continues to bring heartbreak and disrespectfulness into my life. I finally had to say a final goodbye to my own son, truly a knife in my heart hand. He was his before he was mine. Unfortunately, an end to who was my greatest love. Cutting that cord from now on, a end that is so absolutely depressing. I saw instantly across the United States hate flooding the streets. Prejudice crossing every corner, death reigning as the blood flowed from the innocent. A new disease called COVID-19, wiping out so many in its path to wear masks and gloves. Stay six inches away or you'll be six feet underground. Wash your hands constantly. Use sanitizer. Clean everything from top to bottom with bleach. Government slow to act, causing unnecessary deaths. Jobs deleted. Social distancing, a new phrase. 45 showed his true colors of being a evil, corrupt demon. Spreading hate, division, disease, humiliation, and death across the nation, snatching children from their parents' arms at the border, placing all Latino, Hispanic tracing camps of the new order. Black folks could not find peace or protection in their own communities, homes, jobs, or vehicles. Death flowed constantly and completely within the black lives, no justice, no compassion. What a sick, disgusting, cruel, vicious, violent, mean, disrespectful, and biatch year 2020. Satan was extremely active in this year, bringing hell on earth to so very many. I know that I was thoroughly saddened and depressed by all the hate and death. We all cried a river of tears throughout the entire year. So much destruction, so much pain, so much death. Please, dear God Almighty, don't ever bring another year 
again as we saw in 2020. Pour your rainbow over our nation of love, light, justice, peace, and harmony of its citizens. Restore our nation to healthy, compassionate, loving, unified citizens, bringing a new day, a new dawn, and a new year of positivity and blessings. Much love to you, dear Lord, for keeping me and so many others safe and healthy. I pray all in my Savior's name, Jesus, Yeshua's name. Goodbye forever, 2020. May we never another year like you again. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. Wow. You took off at that one, didn't you? um, You know, you were speaking about Clarence. Clarence actually set that to music, so that's the track as well, thanks to Clarence really? and his uh, magic. So cool. Yeah, he is. Um, so, yeah, that's actually been already uh, some time back set to music. But since you said 2020, I said, oh, I already have I've a got that. That's yeah. cheating, though, you know. Now you have to write another one. <laughs> it's not cheating when, when I had no idea you were going to make 20 questions. It's not like. <laughs> but uh, there, you, there you have it. Uh, there's my contribution for the 2020. And um, I thought I'd do, you know, something a little more lighthearted or you know, more under my expertise or how many see it, um, a romantic piece. Um, so this is this is new. It's called Husband Slash King Awaits. Long days and even longer nights. Alone and biding time until love arrives. A gentleman, godly, educated, and loving dark chocolate, mocha swirl, or even perhaps caramel. A sweet disposition, a romantic nature, biblical wisdom and knowledge, a heart of gold, and a great love of humanity. A voice of an angel, a smile that would brighten the darkest of days. Eyes sparkling and light up with joy. Strong embrace and soft, sensuous touch. Mirth of passionate. Where, oh, where could he be at? It has taken such a long time to arrive into my life. Could he be in the east or maybe the south, perhaps in the west or the north? How many more days, months, or years will he take to get here? Has he had to climb many mountains, or perhaps he's had to walk a great distance? When will my heart stop its silent crying? How long until forever begins? 
When will my lover and friend come to my doorway? I see him in my dreams. He lives within my fantasies. Struggle, snuggle up to him every night within our marriage bed and lay my head upon his chest, listening to his heart beat under my ear. For our bodies becoming one in erotic pleasures. One man who guards my back and gives me his unconditional love. We as a team through thick and thin. I protecting him through all adversity and strife. Uplifting his spirit when the world becomes too dark and dangerous. Working in unity to overcome our pain and suffering, reaching a higher goal and fighting for our elevation to achieve, to be lonely or defeated, to fly throughout time and space as a couple of the heavenly realms. Standing before God and humanity as we take our solemn vows to each other. To begin a new life with love as our celebration daily. Arguments will happen and anger will form. But the love and respect will outweigh any negative emotions. Candlelight dinners, dancing with each other, reading books together, listening to music, singing to one another, laughing hysterically, holding hands and profound hugs and sharing ourselves throughout the remaining year. I'm still waiting after a decade just how much time will elapse before he stands up and into my life. Only God knows what is taking so long and exactly where, and it is his timing when my beloved husband will come. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. You guys are going to be busy. <laughs> yeah, after all this time. Oh, I had to tag you in that um, so as an excuse why I wasn't here last Thursday. I was in an actual live performance. I saw the pictures. That is so awesome. Amelia actually got out the house for once and got to go perform. So, yeah, I had to tag you in that. But, yeah, um, had to, you know, take a cab and whatever. But, yeah, it was nice. So, yeah, I had to um, tag you in that. I'm like, Nyla is going to fall out when she sees these. I am so proud of you. Look, you look great. Uh, that was awesome. So you can find me on Facebook under Amelia T. Davis, E-M-I-L-I-A-T-D-A-V-I-S, also known as Poetical Angel Queen. I have my own poetry group. It's called Poets for the Power of the People. I have my own like page. You can find me under all social media. And here just about every Thursday night with Nyla. Yes, yes, you can. Fantastic job, sweetheart. Thank you. 
so much. My pleasure. Thank you. God bless. You too. I'll talk to you next week. All righty. So our next caller. I sound so confident, don't I? (laughs) Our next caller. Maybe we have a next caller. Comes from area code two. Every time I turn around, the board completely changes. I don't even know where this call came from. I'm on that too. Trying to keep up with the notes from tech support and the notes I've put on paper and what the screen is showing me. All right, well, we're going to go ahead and bring on area code 267. 267, you're on the air. Hey, how you doing? Doing great, honey. How are you? All right. Um, first of all, it's first time calling your show. I saw it on my Facebook. And I was like, you know what? What is it you say? Poetry. As much as I love poetry, <laughs> I tend to be calling. My name is DJ Chill. Everybody also knows me by will of God. I'm from Philly. But what's the name of your show? The Speakeasy Cafe. Yeah, that's so, I do want to do some poetry, you know, drop two of them real quick. And then, you know, have everybody check me out and find me, whatever. But, hey, you're doing a great show, and you sound good, and everybody on here would just kill me. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, thank you so much. You're welcome. We're glad to have you, hon. Hey, look, but this one I want to do, I want to be like, a whole situation where everybody be like, what in the world? I want to make up a freestyle poem right now, and you give me something to make, you know, the poem about, and I just go from the top of the head. All right. Well, let me grab one of our prompts for the week, and let's go with <laughs> um, King Tides. You can pick two, one of the two, either King Tides or Twisted Perception. You said King Tides? Uh-huh, like the ocean, the big ocean waves in the winter, the King Tides. Or it and, could be or, whatever you want it to be. No, or Perception, did you say? Twisted Perception. Christian Perception? Twisted, like something's kind of twisted, Twisted Perception. Oh, Twisted Perception. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is great. It's a king kite perception. Um, let's think about time, people. If you ever dropped a dime, people, would it be still equal to a ten, people? <laughs> there goes that tide again, people. See, some things becoming like waves. People come out here to misbehave. Some of them still save. Wow. Did that be a twisted perception? <laughs> Oops, I didn't mean to hesitate. But it's times when it's great to be late. Or is that something people like to hate? Because they hate to see anybody great. There's a ways. Now we gonna come out and don't be a slave. 
Everybody going to say the name and say, hey, I'm not in the days. I'm not in the graves. I'm here to say, hey, it's the perceptions. No hesitation, but this is all should be known. When you grow, known and know that you're grown. Don't lose your hesitation to love on your own. Love equal everybody like they're supposed to be don't. Don't be King Kong. You're on your throne? Kind of ways. So now we got to stop what I'm saying. Because some of y'all still be stuck on hesitation, not even knowing what the heck I'm really saying. You're looking like, my God, is he really playing? Oh, no, I'm never that type of guy that would do that. I'm trying to give you lifestyles and artifacts. And if you believe this, you might believe that. Next time you look at the picture, make sure the picture looking back. That's about it. That's just what that. <laughs> I don't know what I just that played. I'm sorry, people. I have no clue. Just, I don't know. Well, now you're going to have to listen back to the show and, and write it all down, oh. right? <laughs> I've been the heat. But here's something that I did write. Um, I'll give you this one. It's called um, A Fraction of Life. And this kind of said me because he's like, what are you doing? I have a problem with procrastination. But I do spontaneously. I do make up songs spontaneously. I even made up new Eagles chants, Sixers chant, Phillies chant, Union chant. All this stuff I be doing spontaneously. And God gave me a gift, so <clears throat> maybe y'all could tell me if y'all like this. It's called a fraction of life. And I say, um, there are people that teach a fraction of math. While people say we have a fraction of time. God made us equal while demons bring out swine, taunting and fooling with a fraction of our minds. Now, what would you say is a fraction in your life? The way you live off the people you fight or some other knowledge that comes to you? It's like, wait, don't answer. Just relax for a while. And think about the times you had a fraction of power. I mean, you let it slip through your hands all because of that one grandstand. You might listen to your friends, but some friends ain't truly your friends. Now, how do you feel? How would you speak? Keeps you living so think. 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 Either you're making or you're faking. And that's a fact in your life. Your life is getting shorter, so what can you do? I am so glad you found your way here. I'm glad that that Facebook message enticed you, left your bread trail, left you here, and that was amazing to hear. Love the freestyle, love the right. Hey, I just like to have fun. You know, this show is so great. I can't wait to hear the next person get on. Oh, my God. But, hey, listen, you better <laughs> keep your body working, girl, because everybody, they're going to get your lotion and say, you know what, this going to be my new fragrance. <laughs> 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 
You're going to sit right okay. in. Here, you're home. Oh, you're home now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Well, oh, I'm sorry. Everybody can follow me. Um, you go on my YouTube. Um, everybody, it's so many different YouTubes I have. So I'm going to just put them all out and you can be gurgitated back by just rewinding the wheel of this show. Um, Spontaneous TV on SC Radio by Willa Guy. But just put the SC because you're going to see the South City thing, and that's something different. Um, remember, Spontaneous TV on SC Radio. Um, Instagram, the number two, is really 2Will underscore of underscore God. Twitter, or X, whatever you want to call it. DJ underscore chill 22, TikTok, number two, two will underscore of underscore God. If you want to see me, like, do singing songs where I go to places like the Cliff Club in Philly or um, Charlie B's or Hook a Reel, whatever, and I have the live band, I tell them to play music, freestyle from the top of the head, and I like to make up songs freestyle and just do it and put it on video. Go to YouTube at Spontaneous TV by DJ, and then put a space after DJ, Spontaneous TV by DJ space chill 322, put the chill and the 322 together and hit the playlist and just push play all and just see I'm just what? <clears throat> <laughs> so yeah, that's that. And um, oh yeah, I am a radio host. I be on Blog Talk with um, Gozy Time and then my show is called Two Thirty Will of God. But I have my own little radio network called Sound City Radio on www.talkshoe.com. Pull up Sound underscore City underscore Radio. You see that. And the same people, my boy, my rap partner, Self Unknown, he has his own journal, www.talkshoe.com. Pull up on point underscore radio. And he's the CEO of that journal. That's my rap partner. We call As Is. We did shows open up for Little Kim. You know, I dance, this, you know, Ice Cube, this and stuff. You know, I'm old situation. I'm not trying to drown out the show because I got to go. But. I wanted to give y'all information. It's a pleasure to meet y'all. Show love. And I'm, and if y'all can help, donation to my campaign, Let's Save Will of God. I'm homeless right now. I'm about to put on these videos, and I'm about to sit up there and save my storage unit. There's in foreclosure. So this is like an amen moment and a relievable moment <laughs> of stress. You ever get stressed and you like stressed out so you get a chance to do something that makes your spirit feel better? Wait until I hear this damn show. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, sometimes we're where we're supposed to be when we're supposed to be there. It was great having you tonight, honey. Thank you. Thank you so much. Stay blessed, baby. You too, hon. We'll talk to you soon. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code. We just had, wow. Wow, where'd you all come from? Okay, so I'm going to get the lineup so you kind of have an idea. We have 615 followed by 732. You must have fixed the lines. 615-732-240-832-815-503. That is our lineup 
right now. So let's go ahead and grab 615 on the air. I'm going to keep my comments to, my comments, my comments to the minimum so we can make sure we get you all on before the end of the show. All right, 615, are you with me? Can you hear me? Can hear you. Nyla, it is Clarence. Yes, love. How I are you? I knew it was. It's been a while. Yes, I'm the caramel-coated Willie Nelson and C.T. McCall. I'm on the road again <laughs> in a convoy. <laughs> I am so impressed that you even know them and those songs. That's that's just awesome. I think of these things. It's because you're smart. Well, thank you. So, so what's been going on with you? Besides taking care of home and just coming back after a month, in a month I came back from South Carolina for my 40th high school class reunion. I've been doing well, and there may be some moves coming. So how do the girls look? The girls? That's what everyone wants to know. You know, the same thing the girls say, how do the boys look? How do the girls look from um, high school? Yeah. You need to write a poem about that. Don't tell me now. That's a prompt for you. Okay, you got that. Yeah. You you got it. (laughs) It's going to be something. (laughs) (laughs) So, I have a couple of pieces for you all in the same realm. One's called To Live and Die in Living Color. I usually steer away from these topics on race discrimination and emotional responses. But a picture speaks a thousand words, so let me state the obvious. That officer was wrong, placing his whole weight on his neck. I don't care if he was resisting arrest. And to be honest, how many of you haven't written a bad check? Now, I'm not excusing the misdemeanor to grant leniency, but hear me, please. Who's in charge of policing the police? This is all a part of media manipulation to distract the divided congregating to protest hatred. Rubber bullets and tear gas in front of burning flames and elevated temperatures engage in agendas to depopulate. We're so masked up against a virus running through the riots, passing out on side streets and can't breathe under the noise of sirens and miss the cloaked cloud of violence, predictable, perfect timing. While the world creates a mandatory vaccine complete with microchips, keeping us blind to the fix in racial pride colliding with undercover crime waves, blowing up in your face like live grenades in your mindset. No one has the time or patience to say, wait a minute. This cop force was blatantly ignorant, pushing his authority for eight minutes. My question, witnesses, why didn't you step in to stop his belligerence? Be like Sophia in the color purple. Before he beats you, you kill him dead. And I'm not promoting murder, but incorporate this thought critically. 
Why do you stand by and videotape a cop doing a criminal act? You live by the title and labels you say a so-called white supremacy gave you. So if black lives do matter, be that and put it all on the table, 24-7 every day and never waver. But if you say you're a Christian, that mentality goes out the window. Now love your neighbors. The picture I saw was incorrigible and disgraceful. To the families of George Floyd and Ahmaud Arbery, I pray for you. It's times like these when I wish I could escape the world. To live and die and live in color is to discover the world thinks you're replaceable in peace. Wow. See, this is why I miss you when you're not here. Mm-hmm. Now you understand, yeah, folks. Absolutely <laughs> <laughs> awesome, honey. Thank you. Now, the second one is about the same. It's kind of a continuation. I've had a couple of people do different versions of this same thing. It's called, Are You Still Oppressed? Pull out my thesaurus. Because it's preposterous how the balls dropped on January 1st, lowering our testosterone. I've gotten twice as hungry as a hippopotamus rocking the mic at the Congress debates while living a glamorous life, showing off their opulence, but I'm not impressed. Let Sheila E. play the timbale drum. I'll say next may bothersome is this is by Christ, then follow me. Down this narrow road narrative, now's the time when I brought this up. Are you still oppressed? Having this victim-style mentality since 1956, voting in a satanic system with symptoms symbolizing the sickness within it, asking for stimulus checks to save mom-and-pop businesses, The game is rigged, my friends, as revealed in the scriptures in red. But can you find where Yeshua, the Christ, dips into politics? He scoffed at the thought of it. Population placing man above his father's laws, killing babies not born yet, making young moms God, men laying up with men, women with women, stopping procreation, fulfill and multiply the earth, but we bloody it with these race wars. Why all this hatred? Why are we scared to face truth? Why we let freedom of speech be eradicated by Facebook? Why we wear these masks, breathing in our halitosis, toxic environments, but won't say man made this COVID. So over this, I really thought Derek Chauvin was in Boys to Men. He's down on bended knee, choking George and Minnesota to the floor. I can't jog in these Georgia streets, have no right as an EMT to achieve my sleep, medicated and buck naked, underarm in my pillowcase, can't nap at a Wendy's in Atlanta without being handcuffed, and then cops being optimistic as they fade me into sounds of blackness, but my soul never says die, and accept the propaganda that at the ballot, my voice matters while you rush to force vaccines under surveillance cameras, Declaration of Independence, the amendments and Constitution, 
This is your Bible and Freemasons and the Illuminati rules you. All those freedoms and rights didn't include you, but you have the right to remain silent. Hypnotized by pixels showing sex and violence, and presidential candidates selected to lie to you, trump you into bondage, putting your trust in Congress to do what they want you to do. But they don't relate or have knowledge of you. Tell me, which God do you serve? The one that keeps your pockets filled, who tells you to hate those who think opposite, who's not a part of these atrocities? Who called you black? Who called you white? What makes you supreme? Why do you identify with labels of mankind inscripted on dotted lines? Why do you hate? Why do you accept how you are defined? Narcissistic in your selfie pic, gossiping on one else's sins, devouring prey like jaguars, don't make it right. Who the sun sets free is free indeed. But I guess I've said enough for tonight. That's my piece. Brilliant. Absolutely wonderful, sweetheart. Thank you. You're very, very very welcome. You are rocking um, it. All right, love. Go ahead. Yeah. I wanted to say to Mama O, first off, my condolences. Secondly, you were looking for an open collab. You don't need it because what you said was enough. It stands alone by itself. I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. And you got my prayers. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. You're I know welcome. that will mean a lot to her. Now, where to find me? Other yes. than this mothership of a car that I'm in, you can find <laughs> me on Soundbook, I mean SoundCloud slash Clarence Ferguson Jr. You can find me on MixCloud.com backslash Clarence Ferguson Jr. You can find me on two pages on Facebook. That's Clarence Ferguson Jr. One with a bald head with me sitting in front of the steps. One with me in a black and gold football jersey. They're both legit. Just don't go to the prom picture because that was fat. <laughs> I want to see a picture of you in high school so bad. I can yes. still get that, and I can still share it. <laughs> that would be awesome. Hey, love you, Nyla. I'm going to try to get to you next month. I know you want me next week. I'll try to get to you next month. You just get here when you can. I'm not greedy. I am greedy, but I'm patient. I'm a patient greedy. Yeah, plus I miss my um, five-cent psychiatrist. <laughs> right? All Don't right, Clarence. Thank you so much more. for making time, hon. <laughs> I appreciate you. You're welcome. You. Love you. Love you, too. <laughs> Bye. Okay, our next caller comes from area code seven three two seven three two. You're on the air. I don't feel like I'm on. Oh, any old how? Is that okay? iPhone, iPhone, facial voice recognition activated. We're good. Hello, Gregory. Hi, I'm. My name's Gregory. I'm speaking in an iPhone. But then again, I might be less of me and more of my iPhone. 
then again, I think my iPhone is me. But then again, I'm very not settled in my internal being. So maybe the iPhone is my inner voice reaching out, leaning for the tech, whatever. Anyhow, I have nothing going on. I was what are they doing? Oh, I was listening. Anyhow, oh, one thing was, was was similar. So I'm helping this one person put her book together, book together, and of course, you know, punctuation. And then it's well, you could just do free verse, and to do that, you record it, and then you play it back and you write it out, just as it sounds, and that's what you mm-hmm. said, line breaker format. So that's one thing. So we'll do both. You'll do both. You'll do punctuation. You you didn't develop any fundamentals. So now you need someone who understands this stuff to make it readable. But free verse, Mm -hmm. and then you can't expect, like, you know, or know anyone, say, jazz, or et cetera. You know, it's generational. So free verse, you put it into a – you just record it. And that's you're basically just using your your breath control or your enunciation, your like emotions, to decide mm-hmm. the line break. So you're really not even doing anything. It, it does it all itself. Yeah, so that's great. Great advice. Isn't that you cool? you rock. You're awesome. Yeah. Yeah, we're out of our minds. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was just listening. Not enough Thursday. No, my work station blew up, so I'm just reforming, refarting, reformatting a new one. So it's that's it. It's been, you know, in other words, I was cleaning my computer with too much Windex, and it seeped into the keyboard and shorted it out. But to transcend really? all the, it always happens, and it's all like the voices in your head. Clean your room, and hey. All that dysfunctional nonsense. Clean your room, and if things were really organized, uh, you wouldn't know how to improvise. But then, with all the, you know, um, all that, so I don't know. You'll get too um, geopolitical, but you know, with all that, with everything going on, it's like, you know, not everybody's in good health per se. Which you. It's like, no, just fill the room with, like, you know, yellow submarine cartoons. We just fill the room with, you know, like Fantasia, like Disney cartoons. We have, you know, the most <laughs> meticulous pigments and colors that don't even exist anymore. So that's about that. But, yeah, I was just listening tonight. So it goes like this. It's the person you are when you're not writing. I could expose on it. Okay. It's the person you are when you're not writing, not slamming your head against the first person looking for inspiration, but realizing to be at peace, you open up and you will find inspiration. Or you should, you know, you get shown the light in the strangest of places if you look at it right. So you can't make yourself be inspired. You have to step back and see angels in the architecture. You have to see the beauty in things or the opposite of that. You have to see the suffering in things. And then be emblematic. Okay, so there's the person you are when you're not writing. There's the person you are while you're writing. Okay, and then there's the person you are while performing your writing. Thus, one each for the divine trinity. So you can be three people creating a one person, and that honors the divine trinity. Because you don't want the industry ruining your Jesus. 
So that's that's that. <laughs> How are you today? What wonderful. <laughs> you know what happened? What? Sometimes I sometimes I say to myself, "What a wonderful world." Sometimes I see seas of green and red roses too. I see them just from, and I say to myself, "A wonderful world." Wonderful world. What a wonderful hey, world! Cool, and every time a bell rings, an angel gets its wings. And every time an angel gets its wings, a bell falls out of a belfry and gets rid of one of the wrong people who shouldn't be on the earth anyhow because they're just not being <laughs> that a good person. got dark real fast. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you, Gregory? <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> every time the bell rings, you hope it doesn't um, – a hear a gunshot going off, killing somebody. Fucking with oh, Jesus. We can keep you yeah, go on forever. Okay. Oh, the other thing was, you know, with crack it was a, a one word improv. It was like crack addiction. Crack addiction is because you put and crack addiction. Yeah, freezing your bond. You're not really addicted to crack. You're addicted to antifreeze and cooked-down cold medicine. So don't put antifreeze in your bong. Thank you very much. Yes, not do that. <laughs> okay. So not do that. Thanks. Hey, thanks. Yeah, I realized it was Thursday and everything. Okay. All right, Gregory. You know. we'll, talk, we'll talk to you soon, love. Thank you. Oh, cool. Yeah, thanks for letting me trip out. Too much fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. All right. Our next caller. Always good to hear from you. Our next caller comes from area code 240. 240, you're on the air. Hello, Nala. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Is, How are uh, you? I'm doing just wonderful. Trucking. Keep on trucking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all I'm doing. I decided that I was going to call ahead and call you so I haven't been around lately. That's because I've been busy. You know. Being busy is okay, but, you know, as long as you're being charismatic when you do it. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you. Miss Automatic Charismatic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, so uh, <clears throat> dope show so far. You know, everybody's dope. You know, so you got freestylers on there. I'm, I'm very familiar with Will of God. You know, he he's a dope yeah. boy. Yeah, I've heard him. He was yeah, been on fun. shows. Yeah, he, he yeah, good 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 people. I worked on you know. I called in on his shows. <clears throat> cool. It was awesome having him here. I hope he comes back again. Yeah. <clears throat> oh. I'm uh do do a poem called um Holla at your boy. The first poem. See I came here. 
to go ahead and get loaded and used. Look at me like I was a criminal. I'm speaking in my spiritual, and your attitude must be minimal. I can't understand what you're looking at me telling me to be off the premises. You're not telling anybody else. Yes, I do say skin color because the people that with your skin color, you did not have anything negative to say. But holler at your boy. If you think that you can ever talk to me like a boy, so holler at your boy. If you think that you can ever talk to me like a boy, I'm a grown man. Grown man to do a grown man's job, and that was to go ahead and be loaded, loaded in my trailer. And I, this is the time that I do not condone failure. I speak my mind. I speak everything in line. My birth sign, the sign of freedom, every ancestors be spoken like very necessary. You, I guess you want to go ahead and impress people call yourself like a security, but you lost the maturity guarding what? Want to go ahead and look better for other people. Your own catalyst. Looking at me like the blackness of my own beginning and my own end. I see you. Tell me to leave the premises. Screaming to leave the premises. That you can't stay. Well, why would I stay if what needs to be done was to be unloaded? Or what needs to be done is to be loaded. The truck driving is my job and my responsibility. You, you had to open up your mouth. You think you're talking to a boy. So holler at your boy. You think you're talking to a boy. Holla at your boy. Well, let me finish this. I'm your nightmare. Your Nat Turner. I am your nightmare. Malcolm X, I am your nightmare. Dr. King, I am your nightmare. For every freedom fighter who put their life on the line and everything that we put everything that hold our spine, that we go never turn back us around, never can turn back around. And you must thought that you had your kind of music to go ahead and speak on me. You are security guard, right? Oh, in good old Evansville, Indiana, I see you. Oh, yes. Let me tell you something. You must say this is the 60s. You see a black cat like me, you see walking around and thinking that you can go ahead and just say what you want to say with me, but, oh, but please, this ain't that time. This ain't the 1800s. This ain't the 1700s. This even in 2023, and I have my ancestors, so you... You better watch your tongue. You better not come at me 
because your family members might be wondering, where were you? The last words that you said, but remember, I told you I am your absolute nightmare, and I would do everything by any means necessary. You should watch your tongue because the next one just will not play at all with you. Mr. Automatic Charismatic, the lyrical engine. Ten years in on my land, pipe and dry. Damn, the warning. Warning tattooed on your butt. Don't mess with me. <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, the guy, he wanted to, he was just sweet, amen. Uh, he was talking about Gail to premises. Uh, you know, I was just talking to uh, one of my um, good buddies. I say, you know, uh, America doesn't change its stripes. And some places just don't, a target don't change their stripes. And uh, it, it's, uh, especially Virginia. Uh, in, in Indiana, where those places, um, you know, um, I was going to get some oh, pizza. I'm sorry that happened. Yeah. I got another poem. If you got time, I'll shorten yeah, it up. Okay. All right. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to call this anti-black. If you ever ask me, am I anti Semitism. You ever ask that question? Why should I go ahead and lead to a territory of anti-Semitism? But America, you have never addressed your anti-black. Your rules and regulations have never been addressed. You sit there and have the right to talk about people like you did Kyrie Irving. Yeah, he wrote a tweet and you want to bury him alive. You tried to call Malcolm X anti-Semitism. Even Dr. King said it was wrong, but he said that we don't need you to fight our fight. If you want to join, go ahead and join. Anti-Semitism they talk about talk about Jews being well, everything that happened to them, but excuse me, before you can go ahead and write something, I must show you my scars. I must show you everything that the when picking up on cotton fields and the freedom that we were looking for and singing for that maybe we could see the sun on our own land. Excuse me about the anti-black, anti-black that you that never address. You got the nerve to talk about Kyrie. You got the nerve to talk about other people. Say that we anti-Semitism about the war in Israel, but what about the war on us? You should not say anything. Your mouth should be closed. Anti-black, you've been anti-black. We had to go ahead and boycott the bus. We had to remind you that we are men of the Tennessee Sanitary. Don't you know the assignment? Don't you know the alignment? And you will never be get us in that confinement. I bring you 
the world of the entire that we still inspire. And while you talk about everything about who's suffering, who has suffered the most, the scars are here, but the healing is here because the truth is here. So don't ever speak anti-Semitic. Don't bring that to me when you ain't never dressed the world of my black and who I am, of my answers that breathe into me, the world that America that has ever seen, the fight against us, the anti-black, now anti-that. Mr. Automatic, Charismatic, the lyrical engine, then he is in the all in, pipe and dry. Well, you got to just love people who jump on a cause and think they know everything and try to tell people what they've been through and how they should deal and and you know you don't yes. know me you don't you don't know me don't don't sit there yes. don't sit there and and say you're going to fight my fight with me because you don't even know my fight you have no clue right karen <laughs> <laughs> thank you for signing off on that <laughs> <laughs> I see, I see, go ahead. But I would blow the horn, but a lot of these truck drivers would get mad because they're sleeping right now. So, you know, I can't do that. <laughs> go ahead and uh, 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 make a sound effect for that. <laughs> you, need, you, need to, uh, you need to add that as a closing line on your poem. You don't know me, Karen. <laughs> I'm a bit sassy, sorry (laughs) Alright darling, tell everyone how they can find you honey You can find me at www.viperempire.wordpress.com I'm Larry Shepard on Facebook Um, You can find me as Miss Automate Charismatic You can find me, well I have a vision of former 910 Um and uh, now I'm on 382. It's my formula. Um, you can find, yeah. You can find me through, <coughs> you can find me trucking everywhere. Shout out to all the truck drivers. The end. Yes, we can. <laughs> the end. All oh, right, okay. darling. I'm so glad you came. So glad you were here tonight. Thank you. Thank you. All right, sweetheart. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Okay. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 832. 832, you're on the air. Hey, Naila. Hey, sweetheart. How are you? It's good to hear from you. Yeah, of course. It was lucky that I remembered it. (laughs) It's not like I send you invites. Oh, yeah, of course you do, but forgetful that I am. So, uh, why, do you, why do you wait so late to send invites? Why do you send invites right before the show? Because people forget, <laughs> you know? <laughs> you bet. You bet. I agree with you. No contest. Phenomenal verses. Um, one thing is, um, these poems have already been read before, so it may be... You know, um, hearing it one more time again, or uh, deja vu for some of you, all who know me before. But 
I just thought I'll reread them because it's almost a year since I wrote these poems. So I wonder how I feel about it right now. So that's one of the reasons. And I just thought I would read. Um, I have two poems, if it's okay. And this is the Mm -hmm. first poem. Okay. The title of the poem reads, um, Phenomenal Versus You. I wrote a few words. One plus one, is it not two? I meant to write. In fact, the words were like, one and one, don't make two. One and one, stand eleven. I deleted every word. Thought they were oh so boring. I can write better. Deleted them all with a grin. So silly, you letters, I thought, just for a while. Only. Charging at me in chagrin, words like angry mob of elephants about to throw me down, thump me like grain out of a field of corn, but coming to attack angrily with wrath. Oh, my. I was aghast and begged them to calm down so I would be spared for another dawn. I asked, how can they be so mad at me? They were disappointed to see me write as in how I desired, although they would be yellow or aqua blue, could be creating so much disharmony with not, not a clue. Yet they come in nicely robed, cultured, and sophisticated like ladies or gentlemen in a prayer hall or a tea party wearing hat and all, following the rules of haiku to limerick. None of them are what they desire. They like to behave like a bee with the free verse and style, creators of their main in their conscious fame or name, not jargoned into some style of Dick Van Dyke's sing-along popping in Mary Poppins show and likes. We can make an epic comeback if we pick the lines we choose. The care we can share as humanity grows, wise and mature. What matters is the heart indeed. Not your bureau of dramatics punching one here, crunching from there, cooking up soup of catamarans of crocodiles in huge crops, cracking to shake a stack until end. What good does a metered poem do if not provide a light or brilliance? Motivate one to create, down with your hypocrisy, down with your boredom, by not cherish freedom of thought and liberty, with choosing words, having depth and meaning, not just to greet and or be a visual treat, to bounce back from being crushed, springing up as a phenomenal woman's work of creativity, art, being a part of humans, may not so much. Couture de Paris of France, Italy or Madrid, but for everyone of everyone, hence to Le Mans, police star, a future. Said them verses, phenomenal. Ain't that true? Thought I. End poem. Wow, that was fierce. <laughs> they were fierce. But we wanted to be snubbed. (laughs) (laughs) Fantastic job on that. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are are so welcome. (laughs) Waving a million tunes. 
wish I was more away from you, night or day. I find you as if hidden behind all the things said or unsaid, told or untold, as they unfold each day, every moment as if out of blue. Love to pretend I did not notice your deep azure looks, deeper than the ocean, bringing the stars from deep skies nearer and dearer. The sparkle of the twinkling stars are brightened by your smile, as charming as the sweet smell of jasmine coming from Mother Radha's garland, bringing home the melody of Bansuri as if the music beats in my heart as the flow in my veins gets the touch of your lips, singing thousands of songs, alluring as every cell and particle reverberates in the music of your endless love and rejoice in supreme happiness of Mohanaraga. End poem. That was beautiful. You know, I've said this to you a thousand million times, but I don't think that you realize what a good poet you are. Oh, man, I don't even think that I'm a poet. I just scribble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was incredible, sweetheart. Because I remember the days when I was very, very, very young, and I used to hear teachers teach students at home also. My father was an English teacher back then, and... He used to teach poetry from Shakespeare. All I remember mm-hmm. back then, I was less than nine years or eight years or seven. He used to teach it to my aunt. She was four years older, to, older than me. And then um, the story was of uh, Julius Caesar. After all the narration, all I remember was YouTube Brutus. And that was stuck in my heart of how he was saying and how, you know, the entire poetry recitation is so reverberating. I can't tell you that, but I have to go back and read it if I have to. Yeah. This was written on uh, December 22nd. Or 21st of 2022, so waving a million tunes. And now the tune I found was Mohana Raga. Raga is the note. Note of Mohana is Krishna. So that's what I edited right now, and I have to enter that into the blog. And this is called Poetry by Uma Pochampalli. Blogspot.com. You'll find me there. You'll find me. Anywhere, Umajiji is there. So long, you are amazing. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Well, I really miss coming here, but every time I come here, it is like I can't tell you where I am. Maybe it is a gateway of heaven or something, like uh, in the uh, what you may call transmitting world, so I don't know. <laughs> and oh, the other sweetheart. thing that I remember is about uh, Victor Hugo's. I don't recall what poem that was, 
the gist of it is what uh, is there in my mind. I think it's a poem about the lady that he has seen passing by in a uh, park, Jardin. So there's this lady who was sitting in the, uh, he was actually, he, it was sunset or dawn or dusk or something. He was sitting there and then suddenly he saw a beautiful, he did not see, he felt the perfume. And then as somebody was passing, the shadow of it was exiting. And and the flare of her dress is all he has seen. And that person, he doesn't know who she was. So, audio, he says, maybe may meet at God's place. So, <laughs> book one or book two, manger. So, that was my second language in undergrad school. So, back in my college days. That's where I come from. That is amazing. And in here, sages. Kind, you're kind when of cutting was, out. Uh, I, I don't know. Am I audible now? Maybe. Yeah, maybe it's just the lines. I'm not sure, but no. I right, do me a favor. Yep. Yeah, tell everyone how to find you, sweetheart. I just told her. the Facebook Naila, page Nisha for me. calls again. us, and then I'll be here. Okay. Uma, All right, you. that works. That works. Okay. <laughs> All right, Uma, <laughs> love you, honey. Thank you. You did a fantastic job tonight. Thank you all so much. I can't tell you how much it is to me. Oh, Oh, you have no idea. You've been with me for so long. You've been—I've known you before the show even started. I appreciate you so much. Okay, thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you, baby. So long. All right. So we have. Bye bye. We've gone into our archive hour. We are no longer broadcasting live but we are still broadcasting and everything will be in our on our podcast we have one two three four callers left so i'm going to try to get through you quickly we have area code 215 215 you're on the air or no 815 815 are you with me gina are you muted Nala, did you unmute me? <laughs> Gina, you're muted. I am unmuted. You need to unmute me. <laughs> Hi, honey. How are you doing? I'm here. Thank you for asking because I'm usually the one on mute. <laughs> it's like, I know you got to be there. You didn't hang on this long for nothing. <laughs> Oh, no, I, I hung on for something. I, I was actually going out for ice cream with my bonus daughter and grand. And I was like, oh, and gee, they may be able to hear me on the mic tonight. <laughs> well, that's awesome. But the girls are tired. They have no school tomorrow for the holiday. So I told a bonus kid, I would be right back outside because I am currently in her living room. Give me one second. 
I'm gonna get up there. Whatever but room you're in has the, great acoustics. In the past week. So I'll be back before I leave, guys. Love you. Are you still asleep? No, I'm in my room. Okay, good. All right, okay, I'm headed back outside. So yeah. I um I love the fact that no matter what I'm doing or where I'm at, I can still be on the mic because you're on my phone. And the funny thing about it was I was thinking, <laughs> am I still muted? And I thought I was muted. <laughs> it was you were muted. Nyla. Yes, I'm always muted. Okay, Adeline, I'm back. And so... um. Lalo is in the room, and Maribel is in the living room, and I told them that I would see them before I leave if they're still awake. Okay, so I'm back. So I got a request for two pieces to spit tonight because I normally spit one because I like to be in and out like a robbery, but I promised my bonus daughter that I would spit these two pieces for you tonight. Um, I wrote them both recently. And neither will be a freestyle. It might be a key style, but it won't be a freestyle. Go ahead and start when you're ready, honey. I was looking for the first one. <laughs> oh, like, okay. Okay. You know, you know the difference between freestyling and reading the piece? If I wrote it, I can read it to you. If I'm freestyling it, just give me a second. I'm going to take a deep breath and let's go. So here we go. 34 seconds is the first. 34 seconds. Why bother calling me at all? You began with sup. And I'm thinking to myself, who's he talking to? Okay, so I'm going to counter with a bruh. See, I'm through with being put second someone that you can call when your life's not going well and you need encouragement. I am so through with you. I'd be mad when I wake up to a good morning text from you, responding with a buenos dias. Even though I'm Puerto Rican only on the weekend, but you think that you pimp it. Since you don't want nothing, I simply told myself that a call that's 34 seconds the wrong thing you need to do if you're trying to check in with me. You provide nothing, and yet I'm everything. I bring soul-snatching, limber, minus gag, reflex sex, and you have one of those big bodies that's sweaty, and it makes me the opposite of horny. Can't help me with nothing. I'll switch this negative to a positive because I know what real men bring to the table. See, my stepdad was amazing, grandfather brilliant and honest. All my ex-husbands plus my biological father were human. I get that. Sometimes all you can do is the best that you can do, but I don't feel like I ever got that from you. I also have a brother who was an asshole. The other is a beautiful soul. I'm the primary role model for my mini-me. My daughter, the only live child that I've ever given birth to, as well as the three grandkids that she gave me, the famous three. So as I inhale, sativa, and exhale, the dumb shit, I know that I got this, really, because you get a mirror to see your penis. Your belly's too big, filling all the space between us. 
See, you and me can't be, but you can't see how that is not a possibility. It means that if you can't see Lil Willie, I'm not looking for him either. Sadly, my past <laughs> taught me that 34 seconds worth of a phone call would make a fool out of me. But believing that you change, sometimes your kink is so gay or strange that I feel like I'm out of my comfort zone. And I'm not judging. I'm just saying everything ain't for everybody. But you got more tummy than magic stick, so I'm going to skip the trip to the candy shop because I know what you've got and you're not well stocked. There'll be no more clearance rack for me again. I need you to understand that you gross more money in a given year than I do currently, but I'm no gold digger. But I do know this, that I don't want nobody who has titties bigger than mine. Never again. I dumb down my conversation. You like sex bees and plugs with me using them on you, but I'm horse. I'm heterosexual, completely boo-boo. This isn't questionable. So the 34 seconds that it took me to dress and escape from this gigantic man who needed a minute to catch up, see 24 seconds had gone by, and he was already out of luck. Poof, the magic was all wrong. Ancestors and mentors would never be cool with me allowing 34 seconds to have a sequel. But you go along with your manly moans that make sure that you seal the deal, asking me if I needed a vacation in this enormous state that you're in on. I am too grown, and that is unsexy. I'm not for sale, unfortunately. I already gave you a whiff. And I'll have to get paperwork because you're going to stop me. I understand that is my ministry, my gift, and my discredit. But like your 34-second call, I'm over that. You can play those games that you want to with someone else, but as long as she hasn't named Gina with a me, then I know that you could never again conversation with me. In peace. I am so sorry I started laughing, but that was freaking awesome. Never heard you read anything like that before. <laughs> my daughter says, my, 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 my daughter Eddie says, that was so funny, Ma. I told you, please, please, please do not spit that piece because she wanted her sister to hear this. And this was last week. This this uh, this happened last week. Last week, 34 seconds called me. I was just calling her date when the call ended, and I said, ooh, 34 seconds. <laughs> Excuse me. You think that you're somebody that you can call for less than a minute and it still be okay? Boy, bye. I'm beyond it. Yeah, that's just my true story. Nobody wants to be someone's just- Band-Aid. You know, I'm like, I just cannot tell you on how many levels I love that poem. You have to understand that it's rare I have to do that, but once I do it, I'm done. Tell me no trace, no remembrance. You know, I don't have to block you or ignore your text messages. I deleted your files. No longer. I'll just, so. I'll just write. I don't have to do anything. I'll just write a poem about you, and that's enough. <laughs> that's it. You're done. Look, oh my God, I'm a Gina. poet. You better believe that sometimes you're going to do something that makes me write something about you. And if it's not favorable, <laughs> shame on you. Think about what you did. Tonight. No worries. Right. Like I said, I will sleep good tonight. 
Um, my baby knows about this neighbor that I call like a good neighbor stay over there. And like a good neighbor stay over there, the other day mistook my aunt, which is my mom's sister, for me. I call them first and second mom. So second mom was going out to her car. I was in the house, I think in the shower, and she came and said, knock, knock, knock. Oh, yeah, yeah, I was. I just got out of the shower. I was drying off. And she said, do you know that that boy across the fence just said, hey, I'm going to hit you on Facebook? To me, thinking I was you, you know what I told her? Ooh, I already told you. Like a good neighbor, stay over there. So. (laughs) Tend to your own rose bushes, buddy. That part. Don't worry about what's going on over here. And I'm going to do with you. Mind your business. Mind your business. So I was laughing. As my grandma used to say, mind your own P's and Q's. That part. Yes. So I can't find it. So I lied. I'm going to be doing a freestyle. I, I don't know where it went. But, um, yeah, I, I've spit this piece previously, but not here. Titled it simply, Like a Good Neighbor. Like a good neighbor, stay over there across the fence on the other side of the dumpster on the property in which I inhabit. See, you're one of those neighbors that I wish I never said hello to when you greeted me. There will be no hooty hoo, no back signal, no Wu Tang clan sign in the sky to tell you that it's okay for you to reach out to me any other day, afternoon or night. I cannot. I will not. And this is what I found out. Once I came across the fence and the only reason I did so was because you had that aroma in the air that attracts me every time I go anywhere. And I was thinking, ooh, you got that good, good. He said, yes, that gas. I thought I got it too, and I'm, not, and I'm willing to match. So I got my sack and my swisher and went across the fence so that I could smoke with my neighbor, and I regretted it ever since. I mean, seriously. You live over here in some kind of situation that's not indigenous to me. And then I saw you because it was summertime. You were wearing shorts with short socks, and there was a bracelet on your ankle with a green light that would go red if you got too far from the crib. Oh, is that house arrest? <laughs> I'm sorry. Sometimes I'm bougie-ghetto. I forgot the fact that I was bougie and ghetto. So the ghetto me taps into it immediately, and she said, uh-uh, this is what I'm not going to be able to do. Put no money on your books, and you can't call me collect from the county jail. And I don't know what you did previously, but I'm not telling you to go to hell. But I will say this. Like a good neighbor, stay over there. I'm Gina Storm, and this is my piece. I love you so much. <laughs> it's so much fun to, to do this. So much fast in you tonight. Who is this girl? <laughs> me? Oh, I haven't been through some I love stuff since last week, but in, in the week that passed, I, I just felt like I had to tap into my inner gangster because sometimes people forget that one of my nicknames is 187, which is California Police Code for 187. I'm not going to kill you. Sometimes you live, but you wish you had died. Don't play with me. <laughs> yeah. So 34 seconds and like a good neighbor tried it, they won't do it again. You just knocked everything out of the park, girl. You're awesome. 
Thanks, Nyla. I look forward to this. I got a message from Mommy, and she said, you are too funny. Right? And I'm like, Mom, Mom, all the days you look, this wasn't even jokes. I am so serious. I like it when you got your frisky pants on, girl. Well, you know what? It, you know, when you go through stuff and then you finally feel better, it's like you got to strut. So I was strutting. Um, but I want to let your listeners know that I'm Gina with an E. So I'm like in glimmer weather, but I'm sunshine on a rainy day. And you can find me anywhere there's poetry. That includes Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, SoundCloud, and Clubhouse. So I'll be here every Thursday. You never know which version of me you're going to get. So I look forward to seeing you next week. Thank you, baby. You're welcome. We'll talk to you soon. <laughs> All right. Happy Thursday. One love on Mike. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. So I'm excited about our next caller, first-time caller, Area Code 503. You are on the air. Hey, let's see. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay, good. Yeah, first time. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Um, But, you know, I'll figure it out. (laughs) Yeah, you will. You're fine. You're good. (laughs) Yes, I am. Better than better than I was a minute ago. Um, getting better every minute that goes by. Okay, so I have um, a short poem and a haiku. Okay. Um, Are you going to so introduce yourself to everybody? I'm Pam. Yeah, I'm Pam. Um, I publish any art that I do under Kashada. Uh, That's K Y S H A Y D E H. Um, so that's what will call me on this this program. Um, so my first piece, uh, you're familiar with it. Uh, you were there when I wrote it, and you were there when I experienced it. Um, I was. I don't have a title. I'll, I'll title it Bohemia. How about that? That okay. works. The wind on the ridge of the mountain blows strong and cool. I close my eyes and lift my arms. The power and energy fills my soul. I soar like an eagle, gliding higher and higher above the mountain to the sky. I have no limits. The wind is my guide. I go willingly wherever it takes me, honored to be chosen for this sacred journey. End poem. I love that so much. I love that because, yes, I was there with you. I was sitting on that ridge with you. I was feeling that wind, and it was magic. It was magic. And then the I'm, next weekend, we killed ourselves. <laughs> oh, God, right? <laughs> I have my students. They had to write a narrative today on um, a time where they had to really push hard to do something that was just really hard they didn't think they could accomplish. And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, well, let me tell you what I mean. <laughs> when you find yourself at the bottom of a ravine and figure out you took the wrong turn and you have to hike all the way back up the mountain to get on the other side of the ravine so you can climb off with about 80 pounds of rocks. Yeah, I told them that, but I said it was 70 pounds of rocks. <laughs> and now they want to see the rocks. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, these rocks are 
they're big. I can't carry them in my pocket. <laughs> I, I'll bring them in and show them to them. So um, anyway, That's so awesome. um, let's see. I, I have two different haikus. I don't know if we have time for it. Um, but both of these were written um, based on things I had heard on the show. I can't remember if they were actually prompts. Or I think they were some of the prompts that inspired them, but it was when I was listening to the show. So um, let's see. The first one is a haiku, beyond the voice lives, silent thoughts shouting out loud, begging to be heard. We all have that inside of us, don't we? Yeah. (laughs) I do. (laughs) So do you have Mm -hmm. time for one more haiku? Standing quietly in my mind's darkest shadows, soaking in the light. And poem. I love it. And I am so glad you called in finally. (laughs) (laughs) I always see you down at the bottom down there with with Martha just stalking us. And and it's like, one of these days, I know she's going to press one. I'm glad you did. Oh, yeah. I was going to do it last week, and I think Annie called or something. One of the kids called. and No, no, no. Last week I was in uh, Illinois, um, and then the week before I was going to call, and I, I'm pretty sure that was the week that Annie called and in the middle of the show. And So, you know, it's just, you know how, how I am. I just like, whatever, I'll do it. So, But I have been writing and uh, enjoying it, and um, my journal's getting fuller and fuller, so it's pretty cool. I'm proud of you. Thank you so much, Kashida. And thank you for doing this. I said it right, right, Kashida? Kashida. Kashida. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to. But, you know, I'll answer to anything pretty much. Do you remember what it means? No, I know it was an acronym, wasn't it? It's an acronym, yep. Um I I closed my letters to my daughter, Jelena, when she was in boot camp. I wrote her every day. And I closed my letters with uh, this phrase. Um, I I always told her, keep your spirits high and your determination even higher. And uh, then I I made it into an acronym. And then being the phonics teacher that I am, I'm like, hey, we can pronounce this as a word. So, And that's where people can find me. Easiest way to find me if you want to find me and see see the various things I do, things I do. You just hashtag Kasheda, and then my stuff will pop up. Awesome. I'm proud of you. Thank you for calling ah, in. Thank it's you. Weird calling you. It's going to be weird remembering to call you Kasheda, but I will do it. <laughs> hey, I answered anything. I, I have the power because I know the fairy's real name. <laughs> There you go. (laughs) That's why you're so special. (laughs) (laughs) It's really weird having two different parts of my life overlap like this. This is kind of cool. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that I'm part of the overlap. So it's it's very fun. Anyway, King Tides, November 25th is what I'm looking at to put that on my calendar? Um, yeah, put it on your calendar. And the last time I took someone to the King Tides, it about took her out, remember? 
<laughs> we'll be safe. The, the tide hit us, and I stood firm, and she tried to walk, and she was gone. Yeah. No. And be careful with those tides. They'll get you if you're not. So, but I do like that prompt. I'm going to write a poem. Okay. You do that. Please. All right. Well, thanks for All having right, me on the love show. Love you. Love you're you too. welcome. Thank you for being here. <laughs> you're Bye. welcome. Bye. Okay. Our next caller is area code 807. You are on the air. 807 on the air. Hello, Nyla. Hey, hey. Robbie. I How was thinking you? to myself, <laughs> pretty good. I'm actually doing quite well. Uh, I'm going to be, uh, it's being ratified. I'm going to be on the board of directors for uh, a local food program here that I've been volunteering for for years here. And I'm just, I'm finally hitting my stride, getting beat to be able to do all the things that I want to do now and not have to worry about a gazillion things getting in the way of that. So, <laughs> uh, so, um, I have, uh, I have a shorter poem here. So I think I'll read just the two shorter poems. Um, a heart resting yet beating, pulsing to the rhythm of time. I draw the sun inside myself, an island of light and peace that makes the moon swoon, tingling and vibrant, yet relaxed, relaxing and invigorating power. It vibrates like a dark moon inside this heart, this heart that fires an arrow with its beats towards eternity and infinity, as perfection is sought as naturally as foliage in grasses of green. I close my eyes, take it all in, as tonight I am the sun once more, shining down on the earth as my energies cascade with all the wisdom of the universe that I can glean. And that is a scent. That is awesome. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You know me, that's, that's my jam. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. What's your next one, honey? Uh, I'll just do this uh, uh, this, this other one. It's another uh, short one called Stomp. These are both a little older, like around 2015 or so. As I look upon the ground amidst the swirl of yin and yang, interlocking stones of destiny, weaving a granite path for me, I feel the energy pool through my body to my feet. As the metaphorical stomp comes to the floor, I feel the power rush within me, a chi of universal mandate, the balance of yin and yang bounding within my soul. And I cannot wait a single moment more as I stomp upon all the obstacles that lie before me, those imposed on me by the cosmos and those brought to me by my own design. I turn the metaphor to reality as I stomp upon the circle of chi that lays beneath me. And as no one looks, I let out a primal roar, for I have stomped upon that which aggravates and agitates. And the waves of my energy course throughout, waves of pure and absolute will, rewriting my future to my design. And that is a mix of my own internal landscape that I like to try to write 
re, you know, rewrites to my own will and wishes. And also uh, when I've been at the marina in the spring and summer and fall doing the Tai Chi, because they have like a kind of a stonework or like a locked stone um, <clears throat> sort of a yin yang symbol there that everybody uh, that everybody uh, practices on. Did you hear the beginning of the show? Uh, no, I wasn't here at the beginning of the show. Remember? <laughs> mm. Why did you? You should uh, I read one of your ahead. haikus on the air. Oh, you did. I hope it wasn't one of the rude ones. <laughs> I I can neither confirm nor deny that there was You're probing involved. <laughs> only only I laughed the two of us so could hard. have a conversation like that. <laughs> I laughed so hard laughed. when I when I read that. I thought it was awesome. So yeah, I had to share it on the air at the beginning of the show. <laughs> I'll have to check that out. I have to see that everybody else. That's the thing. People either get my humor and they love it, or they just roll their eyes and they think I'm a, think I'm an ass. Oh my god! <laughs> I think it's I think it is just awesome. Uh, I'm gonna I definitely have to check that out, and uh, uh, I think it's like a new a new slogan for me. I was thinking to myself, you you said one day like uh, I like to let him off his leash and see what happens once in a while, and I thought to myself, I don't know why I thought it, but I said, well, you have me on a leash, but you don't have me on a chain. <laughs> this is tell- funny to me about that. Keep, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> I will. I will. But. Uh, that's going to be like my thing. This is, it's your boy, Robbie, on a leash, but not a chain. <laughs> and like I said, keep telling, your, keep telling yourself that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, baby. Are you going to read another one? Or is that it? No, no, that was, that was just the two. And, oh, before I okay. forget, uh, it was uh, great right. to hear Uma again. I always enjoy hearing her. I admit, I, uh, Drop that message off as well on her, on her Facebook. And I, like I always say, to me, she's like the um, the speakeasy roomie. So I always mm-hmm. enjoy hearing. <clears throat> she has that that sort of contemplative spiritual style that's in that's written in a gentle manner. So you know, you, you hear it in yeah. your yes, you hear it in your mind. Just goes ah, hmm, you know. <laughs> Exactly. Yep, like the one in the 80s of the, the Arsenio Hall, he says, things that make you go, hmm. <laughs> How's that for a throw? All right. Tell them how to find you, Robbie. Yes. In other words, shut up, Rob. Let someone go on now. <laughs> I, am, I can be found under Robbie's Multimedia Poetry uh, and Facebook. And when you go there, um, you'll just see my links to all my other stuff. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Mm-hmm. Appreciate it. You bet. We'll talk to you next week, honey. Thank you for being here. You bet. I'll listen Love for that uh, as soon as I as soon as it gets archived. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cute. I loved it. Yeah, definitely cute haiku. All right. Mama put her hand up again, so I'm assuming maybe she wants to come back on. Mama, are you with me? Yes, I'm here. Were you wanting to come back on, my love? Well, I 
I had, I, I thought you thought you had made a mistake. So I had, but you told us whenever we want to come back on <clears throat> to raise our hand again. So that's what I did. Mm-hmm. But I didn't. Okay. I didn't. I didn't think you got the the code. <laughs> I got you. So, okay. Well, I was going to read something else because I wanted to read something about Sarah and. Uh, and <clears throat> so uh, I don't know what I did with it. Let me see if I can see Oh boy, I don't know what I did with it now. I had it pulled up, but then I can't find it. Oh, I wish I could memorize it. Okay. Okay, I'm not gonna hold it up. I can't find it. it you wanna save and read it about. next week? Well, hopefully <clears throat> I'll probably even have more poems written about her. This is just the first one I wrote about her since it happened. And I was just wondering, you know, I know she was alone. So I was just wondering, you know, was she afraid? Something Did she just close her eyes And go to sleep Or did she I know she was trying to write in her journal Because when they said They found her her journal was open And she still had a pen and a journal on the bed So I'll find it, the poem If you If you um, check back with me See if I found it If not then I'll just do it next week I'm still looking for it well, you're the last caller, Mama. I'll oh, tell you well, what I'll do. Go ahead. You said you said you were going to play the track. That's why I kind of yes. So just go to play yes. the track, and I'll just wait till next week because I don't know what I did with it. Okay. So do you want to tell people space. about the track I'm going to play? That track is uh, one of the first poems I put on on a track, and it was about Nina Simone. And how she was so unappreciated until she left and went abroad. And um, the hard time she had of getting her just due in the United States of America. And as usual, when somebody leaves and goes somewhere else and then they come back, then, of course, people can see their work. So that's what that's about. All right. So without further ado, this is Vicki Aqua. Mama Oladeji with Ode to Nina Simone. We will talk to all of you next week. Tell them good night, Mama. Good night, everyone. Good night, everybody. We'll see you next week. Love you, Mama. Here you go. Baby, you understand me now. Wait, that was a song. That is not the one I wanted to play. That was actually her singing a song. This is Vicky. Aqua. Ode to Nina Simone. Here we go. Ode to Nina Simone. Nina! Miss Simone. Miss Simone. You're our own. They loved you in France, 
with a love like mine, African queen, far from home, you're our own. When you sing for women and such, you're more than too much. And when you sang, my skin is black, I was taken aback. When you say you ain't got no, I knew what you meant. Mr. Moan, my life, my life was touched. When you bellowed out, my name is Pete, my name is Pete, When you were so far ahead of your time, that even when you died, the rest, the rest, still behind, we're still behind. Mr. Moan, Mr. Moan, Mr. Moan, you're our own. You touched my soul, your music never old. When you tickle those keys, you touch something in me. With a bubble so bold, I just had to ask. Why, how did the world miss you? But oh, no, not I. I hung on to your every word, to every word you sung. Even to this day, you can make me cry. But not for you, but not for you, but everyone that missed you. Oh, Miss Simone. You were a delicious treat. Oh, how I still love you. Mr. Moan, Mr. Moan, you're our own. I felt your pain from the depths of Georgia to New York City. Oh, what a pity that they missed you. How you were treated was Sickening. America's loss was Europe's gain. Being more open-minded, as your songs reminded, they caused you to drift away from home, the home of the slaves. How you were treated was a pity from Georgia to New York City. Since you've been gone, things have not been the same. Now, they remember your name, and now they remember your name. Miss Simone, Miss Simone, you're 